Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's Fast and Furious in Review. That's right. We are ranking, reviewing, and recapping every movie in the Fast Saga. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I am joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. About family. Do you remember your father? I remember everything about my father. We're also joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarfino. This is Brazil. <laughs> And you can't see her, but you can hear her. She's feeling a little sick, but she still wanted to join the family. Joey Noel. I'm here. I'm just like John Cena, you know? Can't see me. That was good. That was real good. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well, Tim. Good. I'm excited to talk about Fast X. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, uh, it was an experience, mm-hmm. and I'm interested to hear everyone's opinions yeah, on it. Yeah, Fast X, the first in a... Uh, duology, potentially trilogy. None of that's officially, officially confirmed. It's really confusing. It's we'll, we'll get into it a lot. We'll definitely be, get it into it. It could be ten more movies for it all could, we know. Oh, we don't hundred percent. It could be so we many different know. things. Yeah. Uh, there's an end in sight, or maybe there's not. But that is what family is all about. Everybody. Um, I just want to let everyone know right now. This will be like every interview. It's spoiler filled. We're getting into all the spoilers um, for this. So prepare yourselves right um, off the bat. Right off the bat, we're jumping into it. Just letting you know because like this is a hard movie to talk about without talking about spoiling spoiler stuff okay so that's where we're at with this but before we do all of that of course this is kind of funny's in review where each and every week we get together to rank review and recap different movie franchises chances are if you love or hate a franchise we have done a show about it um and we're going to continue to do that the next couple weeks we got some absolute bangers upcoming uh we're going to return to the spider-verse next week with our rewatch of into the spider-verse followed by Across the Spider-Verse the week after that. Um, and then Transformers, Rise of the Beast after that. And then The Flash after that. God it is dang. just going to be a non-stop new movie palooza. And you're going to want to be locked in right here on YouTube.com slash kind of funny if you want to watch it. But hey, if you want to listen to it, you get better. Search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review. And we will be right there for your listening pleasure. And if you wanted to watch the show live as it's being recorded, get the show ad free, get a whole bunch of bonus content or be a Patreon producer, just like Nathan Lamoth, James Hastings and Casey Andrew have done. Thank you. You got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. And you can do just that. Um, today we're brought to you by shady rays, but I'll tell you all about that later today. We are talking about fast X, the 10th, Fast and Furious movie, the 11th installment in the franchise, including Hobbs and Shaw. Um, this one is, uh, why is the release date not here? Uh, the release date is May 19th, 2023. Um, it is directed by Louis Letier, who is known for the classic MCU film, The Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay? Great film. Should okay. be either above or below Thor Dark World. I can't remember. You can't remember. You can't remember Thor the thing that, you're, that, I, <laughs> that I know everybody about. Uh, I love that for you. Tim, there was a part of me that, that uh, like, 
wondered if this was Fast 9, because I forgot we watched Fast 9. Mm -hmm. And so there was a part of me that was like, man, I can't believe we first saw this trailer before the pandemic hit. <laughs> and I was like, no, we nope. saw that movie already. <laughs> last year. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Exactly. Um, this one has a running time of two hours and 21 minutes. It, ha it is, once again, music done by Brian Tyler. And God, they brought the fucking heat with this one. Um, and the budget for it. You want to guess, Andy? Um, okay, let's see. I'm going to guess uh, $212 million. Nick's I'm going to go 300. Joey Noel, you have any guesses? I'm going to go 301. $340 million <laughs> wow. for this movie. Yeah. Fucking got you, Nick. <laughs> this movie's going to have to destroy the box office to, to uh, be considered a major success Where did here. the money go? Um, but here we are. It's already fucking doing Not it. It's already made graphics. that much money back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's doing really, really well, and I imagine it's going to continue to do that. I will be shocked if at the end of the day this is like one of the heaviest hitters uh, that we've seen just because of how many movies are coming out right after this it's going to limit the screens but um it's it's definitely going to be an interesting time if i'm a movie everybody. theater owner i'm saying get your spider-man out of my face take your flash and your michael keaton's out this is a fast x family from here on now. yeah for the next six months six months <laughs> we are just showing this every movie. showing no, don't even tell anyone yeah they come in for spider-verse it yeah. just starts off beep beep Beep, 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 beep. You're like, wait, is this Tokyo? <laughs> Why are they showing this? What's happening? You got to love it. So, like I said, this is about to be absolutely spoiler filled. So, uh, if you don't want to be spoiled about this movie, you should turn off now and come back later after you have watched it. Uh, I'm going to do the thing that I rarely do, but I'm going to start this off because I have a feeling. I have a feeling that I'm a lot higher than uh, the, some of the people at this table are on this sure. film. This table. Uh, this exact table. Everybody out there knows I am a Fast and Furious fan. I have been since day one, um, and I have enjoyed some a lot more than I've enjoyed others, but there hasn't been one that I haven't enjoyed to some extent. Uh, having said that, 8 and 9 kind of let me down. I was like, hey, I'm still here for the ride, uh, but Fast 7 is like where this franchise ended. Everything after that is kind of like the, the follow-up series, and like they're going bigger and crazier, and that could either work or it could not work. Um, in a lot of ways, it, they have worked for me. I'd rather them happen than not happen. I still find enjoyment. I still have a lot of fun, but seeing Fast 9 in the theater... There was moments of fun, but overall, I was kind of like, oh, man, I really wish this was more. So many things that really disappointed me as a fast fan that has many specific things I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. This film gave me every single thing I'm looking for in all caps with exclamation points at the end, and I can't believe it. Never been less hyped going into a fast movie, and I think that kind of helped me a lot because I was just blown away by how much fun I had the entire time. I haven't laughed in a movie theater this hard this much I don't even, I probably since Furious 7. And to me, this is up there. This is the bottom of my top tier of Fast and Furious movies. Like the, the, the holy trilogy of 5, 6, 7, I don't think can or ever will be touched. Uh, but this one is right underneath that for me. I think that it takes everything that works about Fast and Furious and just puts it to the max and that's not going to be for everybody it's going to really is this a good movie no it's def definitely not is this a good fast and furious movie yes it is this is such a fast and furious movie in every single way all the things that i've enjoyed so much the dumb stuff that makes it special where it's taken so seriously but it's dumb as hell and we're the audience watching it like we see the setup we see the rube goldberg machine happening it's like he's going to do this to this there's no way he's going to do that to that he did that to that 
oh my God, this is dumb as hell. And that happens over and over and over. The locations are just so good. I love the new places. I love going back to old places. Title cards come up and you're like, I know what this means. Location I know, cards. I know who we're about to, to meet up with. And I love how this reaches back into the lore of every Fast and Furious and kind of just delivers on the character dynamics, on the moments, on the plot devices, on the, the, the God's eye from seven in the hands of the villain from five with all this stuff. It's like that type of stuff. If you are a nerd about Fast and Furious, this movie delivers in, a, in ways that I never could have seen coming. The, the retcons, the, the, the random plot devices, the freaking return of a banger-ass post-credit scene, it's been way too long since I felt this way about a Fast and Furious movie. And I was so blown away by my favorite thing, Jason freaking Momoa, man. He brought the damn heat. This, this series has needed a villain that's fun. This is the answer to that call. Fast 9 had John Cena, and he sucked. Why have a serious John Cena? John Cena in this? Not serious at all. Thank you, guys. He's a Thank you. You figured this shit out. There are moments in this movie, because it is so ridiculous. There was legit... So John Cena did, a did his WWE finisher through a floor to somebody. Incredible. All right? That was incredible. Jason Momoa, incredible. All the like retcons and flashbacks, and the fact that this movie literally starts with the end of Fast 5, and they're like, fuck it, you're watching that whole movie. Incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. But the best thing I could say about this movie, and this is, this is the, the, the scale of, does this excite you and think it's great, or you're like, this is so stupid, why would anyone like this shit? The movie gets so amped up, and there's so much going on, that towards the end of a film, an Optimus Prime-colored big rig comes out the camera turns around and there's no one in the driver's seat and andy cortez i believed it was optimus prime <laughs> i fucking with, dream with how you had too many drinks dude no with how insane this franchise got and with where this shit was after the, the best scene of going through the shifting going to the nos going through his veins oh. I was like, are we about to get a trans fucking formers crossover? Oh my God. And we didn't. I think it's fought trans And we didn't. But I believed that we could have. Anything's possible. And that is how ridiculous this movie is. I love you talking about the location cards in the way that Brooklyn pops up in, in uh, Captain America Civil War. And you're like, oh, we're about to meet Spider Man. This is amazing. I, I felt less so with these side. So that emotion. Complete opposite. <laughs> they're, they're Go for like, it, Andy. What do you think? They're always comedic for me because I this this movie is uh, like a lot of other fast movies when um, like you laugh at the sheer absurdity of so much of it. Like I, I'm I'm cracking up a lot at the the bad one liners that are like meant to be bad, right? But then um, like I I'd say if this movie's third act went a bit differently. This may be my least favorite Fast and Furious movie. I was like trying to manufacture laughter in the first like sixty to seventy percent of this movie. Um, I I think that a lot of the the magic just wasn't quite there for some of the characters. When when I think about the Tej and Roman back and forths that we've always loved because like of just how dumb and goofy they are. Like I didn't really feel the magic there and. Throughout a lot of it, um, it looked like it was. It was. It looked a lot of the shots seemed really bad, and it felt. They felt like a lot of reshoots happened, and visuals were just astoundingly bad in some circumstances. Uh, me and Joey were talking about uh, the scene with big steroid guy, and I, and I think a lot of my feelings about this are bringing in a lot of people that I kind of just want my core crew 
all love to Alan Richardson. Rich, rich, yes. Alan Richardson. 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 And uh, Brie Larson. I just like, I, I didn't really feel like I needed them in this movie. And, and that sequence that they kind of had their little planning meeting in uh, that we'll get to later is like just you mean one like of the, the worst. The Geico car commercial. The worst scene <laughs> in the was. entire movie. W- one of the worst looking and acted and fi- like everything was just really, really, really bad about that sequence. Because um, they essentially play the roles of like the people who work for Mr. Nobody who's gone missing. Um, I, I, th- I disliked a lot of this movie and it bums me out because in the other movies, like in eight and nine, um, uh, movies that I, I'd say are definitely lesser than five, six, and seven, like, I feel like we all can kind of agree on that. I was still having fun in those action sequences kind of from front to the end, right? Like every action scene made me laugh in hysterics multiple times. And in this one, I didn't really quite feel that until the very, very end. Um, and that's why, like, the, that final third really saved the movie for me because it was hype and silly as shit and the dumbest stuff happens. And, again, you're laughing at the absurdity of everything that's happening and the lines being delivered and the things that these characters are being asked to do are just so fucking funny. Um, but, unfortunately, like, the first hour and a half of two hours... This is a very, very long movie. But the, the first, like, 60%, 70% of the movie unfortunately missed a lot for me and i i i wish i could like i can't quite put my finger on what it was but i think it is that like yeah eight and nine weren't as anywhere as good as five through seven but every action sequence still had me entertained and then you know you'd kind of fall out of the moments when john cena and the and uh, vindies are like kids and they're playing their their younger selves like that shit was like really really dumb it just didn't work for me quite uh quite as much as i would have hoped yeah, this movie I think really, really disappointed me um, up until that final act. And if it weren't for that, then I'd, I would have been like, "Fuck!" This was a gigantic miss of a movie. Joey Noel, what did you think How of Fast Ten? Um, I had a really fun time with it. I think my like takeaway walking out of the movie theater is that this movie makes Fast and Furious fun again. I had rewatched eight and nine over the weekend, and I think I don't know that I had rewatched them since they came out maybe and boy are those movies really not fun it's like very heavy on the drama side and you have all this stuff and like i forgot that at one point dominic toretto had turned his back on the family like all of these (laughs) things and i'm just like man these are not fun and nobody is having more fun in this movie than jason momoa and you have to give him credit because he carries a lot of this on his back (laughs) um he's just like a fun character and he's pretty like unhinged i don't think he's like ever menacing but you're just like oh man i have no idea what this person is going to do at any given moment and that's kind of what makes it a little bit scary um i will say that like two major things that i that didn't work for me in this movie were john cena i think it was because i had watched the two movies um back to back seeing him be so serious in nine and then have him be so goofy in this he's one peacemaker. Like, this he's is, peacemaker in this this movie. is whiplash for yeah. sure um, and then, man, Tyrese gets less and less fun or like less and less tolerable, I feel like, <laughs> in these movies. Um, his bit is just like a little bit too much. Like, I don't I don't know what it is. Like the the back and forth with him and Tej aren't nearly as fun. Um, so those are the two things I didn't like. Obviously, I'm going to pop for we because we got um, Elena or not Elena. Um, Isabel. Gal Gadot. Oh, thank yeah. You. OK. Giselle. 
I don't know if you want Giselle's, Giselle's back. back. Back at the end, who, that when we so first watched funny. it, I 100% thought it was Vanessa Kirby coming back from Hobbs and Shaw. And I was like, oh, that's a cool t- tie-in. Mm-hmm. But no, it's Gal Gadot. She's back. Yep. Um, and that was really fun. But <laughs> We popped uh, in the theater for that. It was so, it was so good. Um, but yeah, this was just fun. There is like a lot more suspension of disbelief. I feel like there's a lot more of like this car caught this person or like all of that kind of stuff in this movie, but it's fun. And I'm always going to pick a fun movie over like a boring, good movie. Nicholas. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with Joe. I'm kind of in between Joe and Andy on this one. The movie is a lot of fun. We had a, we had a blast watching this. If you're looking for uh, a good popcorn, like the best popcorn flick you'll probably ever watch. If you're a fast and furious fan, you'll probably enjoy a good portion of this. Um, there's, it's not a good movie. It's a hot mess. I would say there's way too many characters. And part of the reason why I started almost falling asleep halfway through it was because I was like, I just, it's too much to track. I don't care about Tess. I didn't care about, uh, um, Alan Richardson's character. I didn't care about any of that stuff, especially when Jason Momoa is just over there doing his best Joker impersonation. And it's fascinating. It's fun and it's silly. And he's out for revenge. Um, but the movie started to wear thin for me. I'm the opposite of Andy where I thought the first hour and a half, I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Like we're getting some we're revisiting. We got some cameos and stuff. And it starts, it's, it's, it's got that fast and furious soap opera ness where like little Mr. Nobody gets flung from the car. We don't see him again for the rest of the movie, whatever. We got to bring in new characters. This is that person's sister. This is, it's fast and furious. It's as Elena's sister. It's, Get introduced to Elena's sister, man. The yeah. family's growing. <laughs> this is the most Fast and Furious a Fast and Furious movie can be. And so take that for what it is. If you don't particularly care for Fast and Furious movies, this is going to be a slog for you at two hours and 20 minutes. If you are a Fast and Furious fan like we are, you're going to love all of this. You're going to laugh at the funny lines. You're going to laugh at the lines that are, by the way, supposed to be serious, but that are just so stupid that you can't help but laugh. That's all Fast and Furious. Um, <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez going, that will... Uh, I won't lose you two again or whatever. Because <laughs> she died. All right. So, all, I mean, it, it's absurd. Everyone comes back from the dead. Death means nothing. It doesn't matter in this, but it's Fast and Furious. The whole point of it is that we get to see uh, Dominic Toretto leading a giant ball through Rome as it's headed toward the Vatican to explode it, right? Um, even that way, everyone laughed at too. He's like, Dom, get out of there. You've done everything you can. And Dom not looks everything. in it and zooms in on a crate. He's like, Not everything. <laughs> oh, of course, the crate. The we crate. forgot about that. So he drove a car off the off bridge the to hit the crane to hit the bomb. Like, come on, man. It's completely ridiculous. You guys, like, the, the moment where Momoa is standing on top of, like, some beautiful arch in Rome and he looks over to one of these <laughs> evil henchmen that he's kidnapped from the other bad guy. Who he's forcing to do what he wants, and he says, "What should we blow up? The Vatican? Oh, we're you guys definitely going, going to hell." To hell. Yeah. I laugh hysterically. I had such a good time. This yeah, damn movie. I, I would say if it wasn't for Jason Momoa, if this was like Cipher from two movies ago, if it was just Charlize Theron like getting a paycheck, I think I would have had a much worse time with this. I'm so happy that yeah, I think he they was just, just kind of unleashed. First off, the way they dressed him in this movie is phenomenal. Oh phenomenal he, everything he's doing in this movie is phenomenal with it with the exception of him starting off the movie as this sort of menacing person which i have to assume once he got blown up kind of messed with his head a little bit well, he said so we came yeah so when he comes back i love that he comes back as a little bit more hey, just untethered Centric. unhinged yeah he's very flamboyant, flamboyant but like i i i'll disagree with joey a little bit in that i really loved like all the flamboyance and he's just a like super super extra 
And then he'll have the couple lines at the end of the sentence that just kind of get really creepy and like I'm actually really fucked up. And that, like, man, like I, I'm not gonna say like this is like an extremely great performance by him, but I think it's what this franchise is needed when and we've had lots was. of just drug dealer cartel boring people or like people that are just bent on world domination. I love that this is like a personal story. Of like you could do anything with family. Well, you fucking took mine, Dom. Like, and he's the son of one of those yeah. guys you're talking yeah. about. I, I, that's the type of dumb shit that I, I appreciate so much about this is everything tying in in the dumbest ways. Like the Saturday morning cartoon soap opera, like anime, like Cobra Kai. These are all like things and words that we've used to describe why we in different ways enjoy this franchise. Why I love this franchise, and I think that this to me is the equivalent of the Saturday morning cartoon when it gets to the movie version. Where it's like they just throw everything they possibly can into yeah. it and just go way too hard. And sometimes that's not as good as the just the show we're watching week to week because like it's like a little too much for what we're looking for. Uh, but the way that this movie doesn't end, <laughs> like I've never seen a movie just end like this. Mm -hmm. And the best thing about it is like I've seen movies with cliffhangers, you know, but those movies have a plot that ends and they're like cool. And then the next one's gonna start like an Infinity War and War or Endgame type thing or any other sequel in history. Mm -hmm. This movie, crazy shit happens, credits hit, and I, my favorite part about this is there's been rumblings and rumors, and, and really what it comes down to is Vin Diesel at random times on Instagram has said there's going to be a Fast 10 Part 2 and now a Fast 10 Part 3. Mm. That is not officially official, and in no way does this movie say to be continued. In no way does it say Fast 10 Part 2. It's just like for people that don't know that shit, <laughs> which why you watch this movie, whatever. Yeah. It's maybe the most bizarre movie experience mm. imaginable. It's weird. At the end. It's the snap, dude. It's, it's, the, <laughs> yeah. it's the Thanos snap. Um, I, 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 here comes the big old massive gigantic spoiler. Uh, we've already told you to go away, so I'm giving you plenty of time to do so once again. The Rock is back in the post credit sequence in a looking, very looking great in like a very cool introduction. I thought, dude, come on. Um, but what I felt like after kind of watching all that and then watching that post credit scene. I, I kept thinking more and more about the shots that we were seeing and the wildly varying levels of production in some of these shots. Um, and it felt to me like The Rock decided and agreed to be in this movie or be in this duology or now trilogy really like later into the process. And because of that, things maybe had to change and certain sequences had to be axed and had to be reshot with the thought that, like, no, that will then kind of negate what happened with The Rock. So we have to, like, it just felt like a lot of the shots looked cheap. And to me, I was like, well, maybe it's because The Rock agreed to be on way too late in the process. They're like, fuck, now we got him. Now let's redo shit. Because, like, yeah. a lot of the interior shots looked just really bad. Like, so the lighting was real bad. And yeah. like, like, to that point, like, that's, that, that isn't what happened. Like, the, the only thing that they reshot in recent times was the post-credit scene itself. But... You need to go back and look at literally any of the fast from seven on. It's been that way. It's, yeah. it's a Vin Diesel thing of he doesn't film with the other people. So it's green screen. And that's why he's always weirdly like, like he looks like an Instagram filter really? and stuff. And like, like things, is there a just, reason why he doesn't film? With it's other it's people? not that he doesn't film with them. It's just schedule wise and all this stuff. He rarely does. I mean, just think about the last couple of movies. How many scenes is Dominic Toretto with anybody that's not Letty or Helen Mirren? Well, that was what I was going to say. Is he has like, gr like a, like backlighting and, and like ring light. Well, yeah. yeah so, so a ring lot light. of it was shot on sets and they weren't good. So when Alan Richardson's walking through, um, go look at the, 
the uh, favela scenes in Fast Five versus this one. You're like this looks like a Disney backlot. It looks like it's like the the Rio de Janeiro ride at Disneyland. It's so badly done when he's walking through. You go back when when they're up the steps and like you know when when they first show up in Fast Five. You're like, oh, that they actually shot there. They actually shot in Rio, right? And you can tell, and it makes a big difference. Not that anything else didn't look completely fake in this movie because the car going down the, the fucking Hoover Dam at the end or wherever they were is completely moment. ridiculous. Um, but a lot of that does kind of take you out, especially the scenes that I noticed it in were were the beginning where he's at the barbecue the house. It's so overly lit. It's all bright. It's all it shiny. It always has been, though. Um, no, it, not saying, I'm not saying that that well, makes this good. I'm just saying, like, it's weird for that to be a criticism of just this one. But no, well, this one, it stuck out to me. Uh, so, I mean, having just watched Fast Maybe Five. Maybe because it wasn't Dolby. Uh, man, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm not pointing a finger at I don't know who booked that theater. <laughs> I, won't take, I won't take ownership over this one. I had nothing to do with it. Just for I so everyone knows. I'll just say this. I'll just say this, Tim, before you make that comment. I don't know who booked this theater, but one of us isn't here right now. <laughs> One of us is hiding her shame. Oh, you put it on, I thought you were going to put it on me. Yeah. No, I, thought you put a, this on. I thought you were going to put it on me. the entire <laughs> office right now. It's a screener. <laughs> we, like, we, like, Joey has nothing to do with messing this up. I mean, up, there was no you know? excuses I mean, for Deadpool. When we all posted Kevin! those photos, the amount of comments and replies I got of like, damn, it's a real small screen. I'm on your side. I'm saying that like, there's no way you could have messed it up. <laughs> Not a great theater experience, but I did regardless. my theater experience. I, Tim, was, Tim, it was a different screen than we normally see it on. I thought it was totally fine. Um, but I will just say some of it stuck out like a sore thumb as opposed to some of the other shots. I, I didn't see anything that was that egregious in Fast Five. And it kind of takes you out of it, especially when everything, you know, the movie is enough of a soap opera so that when you start filming it with soap opera lighting, it's weird. Uh, everything, you know, Rita Marino at the beginning of it, all that stuff. I'm like, God, this looks so, it's just way too bright and shiny. But hey, that's how this cinematographer wanted to shoot it. The 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 real thing for me that, that started to wear on me, though, was that I just cannot spend that much time alone with Dominic Toretto with Vin Diesel. He is Vin he is so one note the entire movie and if you only give him Letty to act opposite who was also one note the entire time, it's just gets so boring so fast. And so I'm glad we had the other characters. There's way too many other characters. I wish we could have just spent more time with like uh Shaw. I wish we could have spent more time with the smaller groups and given them reasons. But everyone was so spread out that I mean I I looked at Mike and I was like, Am I gonna fall asleep in front of Mike? And Mike was like, eyes were starting to you go down. I mean, not, this is like yeah. midway through the third act where everything's exploding. I'm like, I just can't care about Dominic Toretto doing another soliloquy about how much he would die for his family in this. It just I don't know, didn't work for me. Also, for Christ's sake. Give Jordana Brewster something to do. Why is she only in this movie for five seconds? It's so she weird. She gets to fight in this one, though. For a second. Yeah. And then and then they go like this. Hey, I'm going to take her to the safe house. I'm going to take uh, uh, little Dom. What's his, the kid's name? Brian. Brian. I'm going to take Brian to the safe house. Kevin, the wheel spin's happening. Sorry, I was <laughs> testing out some stuff. <laughs> um, and then Jordana Booster just like goes away for the rest of the movie. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was also you got just... John Cena in it, but still, like, yeah, yeah, let her go for long for the ride. I was also just really um, kind of uninterested with you know, this movie has to split up all these different groups, right? And um, Tej, Roman, Han, and Ramsey. Ramsey. I just felt like that group just didn't have a whole lot of fun yeah. things to what are do. They doing? Um, what are we doing with them? 
The, the whole point of that group was just to get over to Pete Davidson. Pop for him, though. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Pete My Davidson. boy, Pete Davidson. I could not believe he was in I was show. I was in the restroom, and I came back to see Pete Davidson. I was like, what movie am I watching like, right now? Who's not in this movie? <laughs> yeah. And that's the way to, again, like, I, as high as I am on this, there are so, so many problems with it. And like, I do have a lot of criticisms with it. Like, there are way too many characters. It ending the way it does is just bizarre, even though that, I like that. I love how stupid it is. But the amount of characters to me, like this movie is the Infinity War for Fast and Furious fans. I'm not saying it has the quality of Infinity War. I'm saying they're trying to do what Infinity War did. And I think they successfully did of setting the stage for the end of all this, putting all the characters together and letting us know everyone you've ever met, they're going to be here. It doesn't matter how many times they died. They're going to be here. Mm -hmm. And setting everyone off, it's the same thing as like, eh, Thor and Rocket and them. That, was, that plot wasn't that great in Infinity War. Same thing with Han and them. It's I, like separating them and siloing them. I'm like, not necessarily the best use case, but I enjoy it for what they're setting up for, for the future. And that's why I liked the jumping around places because they'd be like, London, I'm like, cool, we're going to Shaw. You know, it's like, I know that. Or like, we're going back to Brazil. I didn't expect to meet Elena's sister, but I'm happy we did. Me too. Uh, or, the, or the other guy. The guy I don't know that five. I'm happy we did. Oh, really? <laughs> Go for it. Why not? No, I just think that have to like tie on to family but i would just like didn't think i think that if you were gonna cut any sort of plot point i think that's like a easy one to cut because i don't think she had like enough of like a presence to like make it feel worth it Definitely. um also it's like my second favorite line in the entire movie where she was like go save your son go save my nephew it's like yeah we understand how family yeah, lines work it. in we this movie it. we didn't <laughs> over explanation it, of it all i'll tell you what though joe it worked for me because i was in the restroom during that first sequence when that first reveal was made so then when she said oh, go save like go save my nephew Elena? when he said the go save my nephew i was like ah okay that's what they're explaining right here um i i, I thought she, i thought she was like fine enough i guess but the uh when i think of fast nine kind of bringing in everybody and i think of like the tokyo drift guys showing up and bow wow and that one dude and justin earl uh, earl name is earl oh earl and justin black what's his name lucas lucas, lucas black. black when i think of those guys like of fast nine kind of had that infinity war moment ish for me right and i think uh, i just think that movie was a lot more fun in its action sequences all the way through. Um, but maybe, maybe I need to watch it again. I don't know. Uh, it, Fast Nine. If I were you, I wouldn't watch Fast Nine again. But Fast Ten, I do think you should no. watch again. Uh, yeah, Fast Nine. Which one's the one with the baby sequence with Jason Statham? Eight. That's, that's great. great. There's fun. That is there. great. There's fun there. Yeah, <laughs> that one was. Uh, that's a zombie car one. Last right? Infinity War. Uh, yes, it is. The the other connection I have is like this movie starting and Charlize Theron who. Admittedly, we all fucking hate these last couple of movies. Like, she's fun to laugh at her hair, but it's like her is the villain, this overarching. It's kind of great hair now. weird, but great hair now. Come back. This movie starting off with her immediately being like, I'm not the bad guy anymore. I'm joining your team. Classic fast move. But it is the Thanos is coming conversation. It is the Hulk being sent to the house, being like, all messed up and like Thanos is coming. We got to figure this out. And her being there, just being like, I met the devil Yo, tonight. I met the devil, and it's the son of the guy from the bank heist from the five. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I was I was a little disappointed with how that whole thing ran out because we're playing out that all in flashbacks, and I thought it would have been a lot better. Like obviously, it was supposed to be a big Jason Momoa reveal. I wish to God they would have just got cut from the barbecue over to her place, seen that whole scene, and then followed her in that. Kevin, this is Kevin, and I disagree with this, but I thought. The dopest DeLorean you've oh ever seen in your God, entire you life. Oh my God, DeLorean, dude. Awesome. I think it was fucking nasty. Awesome. Woo! I wish she had gotten in that, so and then nice. as she drove, yeah. it came around the corner. I wish we got the reveal that she was going to Dom's house. 
But instead, it kind of, they kind of played it opposite, which just knocks on the door and is already stabbed. And I was like, ah, I kind of took some of the suspense oh, out of that. It. I loved it. Eh. We're gonna get we're gonna talk about the plot to the best of our abilities. Normally, when we watch these movies, uh, we Nick can actually write the entire plot yeah, down. Knows. Or um, it's usually at a point where the movie's out and there's a plot on Wikipedia we can follow along with. That is not the case, not here. the case here. And this is a difficult movie to kind of follow thing to thing. So we're gonna try our best right after a word from our sponsors. Shout out to RTX for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking to spend an amazing summer weekend in Austin, Texas, the RTX convention is the perfect excuse. RTX is a gaming, comedy, animation, and podcast festival that Rooster Teeth is throwing in Austin, Texas at the convention center from July 7th through 9th. And rumor has it, a couple kind of funny people whose names may or may not rhyme with Mo Trike Like and Loey Moel are planning to head down to party as well. RTX has so much to offer over the three days with activities like a free paranormal-themed escape room, Achievement Hunter, mini-golf, V-tubing with Ruby characters, and over a dozen live shows with guests like Dungeons & Daddies and Therapy Gecko. There are also evening events each night, from parties to a comedy showcase, an evening rave, and everything in between that can be found in Austin. Buying Ultra and Platinum badges will get you the highest perks, but there's also a solid deal right now where people that purchase weekend and daily badges get another badge for 50% off. Go to rtxaustin.com to select badges and to find additional information. Don't miss out on one of the biggest parties in Austin this summer. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think that they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each and every month on subscriptions that you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money, and it can help you too. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finance in one place and automatically can help you categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time. So stop throwing your money away. You can cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. Plot song time, and me, I, uh, I didn't bring any little music assets for you me. Don't need it, bro. So I'm just gonna treat you with the music in my voice. Acapella. <clears throat> okay, Andy. It's been a long time, and we're at fast ten. The rock is back, so maybe him and Vid made amends. Maybe they are now friends. More likely Black Adam tanked. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the plot for Fast That's 10. where the budget went, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they are like, Rock, come back. Uh, shout out to the Rock, come back. It's, it's not the same without him. Uh, we start where, we, where all good things start. Fast Ten movies five. ago. Five movies ago. Right? We're starting with the ending of Fast Five. We see Reyes with the vault getting pulled out, and we cut two different sequences. 
everyone, if you haven't seen this movie and you're watching this plot, pay special attention. Uh-huh. Because there's more than one little reveal here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, gotta I noticed, but that's because I'm an asshole. Yeah, you are an asshole. I know. Uh, like, I didn't notice at all. That there's only Rich one Sandina. blonde guy in the entire movie. But and there just there? happens to be one blonde guy in this opening scene. In a bright blue suit. I didn't notice. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't notice that, but goddamn, what a... Unnecessary reveal. We did not need. I, I was like, "You all do shit for the fuck of it, anyway." I don't need this reveal. This is the funniest shit right now. I, I was in tears. Dude, it's so fun. We're, we're jumping around here, but essentially, <laughs> we jumped right at the end of the movie. We, but 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 we get we get this scene where it's a flashback to Fast Five from a different perspective. We're seeing Jason Momoa, but we also see the back of someone's head. And then later, there's a betrayal in the movie. We get this flashback from a different perspective yeah. from this movie. It's so Cobra Kai. Fucking loved. I was so good. I laughed hysterically so much in this movie. God bless this film. I was full of tears. Completely man. ridiculous. <laughs> Completely absurd. Uh, we get uh, the whole sequence, and then we see, uh, uh, including your favorite part of Paul Walker. <laughs> oh, oh shit! We got has to go oh, shit. shit. Oh, shit. My, it's my favorite Paul Walker. Yeah, me, me, and Nick tapped my shoulder. We're like, that's like, the that's one the we were one. talking about. That was very, um, very good. You know, again, uh, shout out to them uh, de aging the dad uh, because like. It was not super noticeable in these shots, but then they had like a shot where you got kind of right back to back how he looked like back then, and then the DH version of him, and that was like, ooh, <laughs> like yeah. it, it was. I wouldn't have noticed had you not shown him how he looked in, in the, the actual movie. sequence yeah. of the movie. Yeah, that was rough. Um, I just in that movie, yeah, it's there. Uh, but shout out to uh, Jason Momoa who goes into the drink, and then you're like, oh, we're gonna stay on this. Nope, done. We cut straight. To, I would say I, just, awful sorry, cut. I, I don't want to <laughs> terrible cut. cut. I, I, I could literally talk about every freaking scene this of this movie. This movie edited more. so badly. But the uh, but see that I love it. It's like it enhances it so much. Yeah. Like the, again, I know that it's the weird thing about bad and good and the quality of it all. But like I just feel like this movie nailed what it was going for. It feels intentional, like th with these edits and all of it. But the shot of the safe being. Uh, pulled out by the cars, two precision drivers that we know so well. Yeah. And there's the hole. And then Jason Momoa is just standing in that hole that is created by the safe as the camera pulls out. It is so fucking stupid. And the, yeah, those are the shots I love. But then I, I, I guess I was just talking about the cut where we the cut to the see title Jason like underwater. And it, needed, it needed like three more beats. It was hilarious. Time it's a focus, jump scare when you're yeah. <laughs> The music doesn't even ramp up. It just. <laughs> Bye! Fucking fast head, right? You're like, whoa, shit. Now, I will say this. The fast head logo with the light coming on oh, is one cool. of the coolest Come things Come on. That's cool. really rad. Uh, from there, I believe we cut over to the barbecue. Where, no, no. We no, cut over to the driving dude. lessons yeah. with uh, with him giving Brian a driving lesson. The same Fun place scene. that Paul Walker first did in Fast One, his little situation where we got right. the team lining up in seven. And he's like, hey, I'm going to set this incredibly important thing up. I will finish this driving lesson. I'm a man of my word. And his son's like, okay, well, I think we were done. But he's like, no, we're going to finish this one day. I uh, love that he's training his kid to drive. It's freaking awesome. It's so cool, though. I, I love the way this is shot, the top-down shot of them doing the the drifting around and stuff. And then you see Dom get out of the car, but he gets out the wrong side of the car. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that's weird. That's American muscle. That, that's, that, this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And you get the shot. It's actually his 8-year-old kid driving the car. Yeah. I love that. Fun. Uh, they got a good little camera for these two. It's a fun father and son moment. Uh, we cut over to the barbecue. Everyone is there, of course, uh, including uh, our... Abuelito, uh, which, Abuelita, Abuelita, uh, which is uh, Rita Marino, which is an interesting, fun cameo, albeit an unnecessary cameo. She was a nine. Was she a nine? What was she? When was she a nine? She's a grandma. Okay, fun. She's yeah. here. That's great. I was good to see her again. Welcome back. 
Um, we talk, we, you know, we're around the table. Uh, Tyrese tries to eat something because he's a bonehead and they slap it out of it. He has to spit it out. Uh, we get treated to more. Everything's about family, guys, in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. About family. Our family's here. It's growing. Vin Diesel is taking care of it all. Don't worry about it. Uh, really let down with, with Han in nine entirely. Loved how they treated Han in this one. Give him his hair back. That was nice. Great. Man, what a head of hair it is. Uh, him still is so healthy. being the ladies' man. They make his little like dating app, and it's just going off the charts. Yeah. Shout out to my boy, Han. Uh, we cut over later that night to uh, Letty and Dom, and he's man, like, Rita Moreno's ninety-one years old. Yeah, she's she's still kicking. Holy she looks great. Shit. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, um, I her little outfit was that. awesome. But again, um, <laughs> just amazing how how much more and more Latin we are making Vin Diesel in all these movies. <laughs> but also, I was talking with Kevin about this. It's so weird that they're like Abuelita, but then they don't call uh, Mia like Tia Mia yeah. or. Theo Jacob or anything like that. I'm like, I don't. Okay. I'll be honest. Up until this movie, I thought it was Italian. Huh? I, mean, I think it's I a little bit Italian. Everything. I think it's purpose, purposefully mixed. left nebulous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. Uh, oh, we did have the moment in the car where the kid's like, "Are you ever scared of anything?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm always scared of stuff." But then he tells Letty later night, he's like, "Hey, Brian asked me if I was scared of anything. Remember that time he asked me that five minutes ago? A lot of that. You once said to me, you was I scared of anything?' Like, it was five minutes ago, guys. Is that we're not really setting anything <laughs> up here? Anyway, wait, Mark Sinclair, like, Vin Diesel is from Alameda County. Wow. Yeah, That's and cool. the Rock is from Hayward. That's They're very right. close to each other. That's right. Yeah. Maybe they knew each other. Maybe Bay Area beef. Uh, anyway, he's like, I am scared. I'm scared of losing my family. I would never let that happen to you again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not again. Gonna, a third time is not going to happen. Uh, of course, knock on the door. Uh-oh, we have an uninvited guest. Everyone get in the fucking bathtub. Cool Mama right grabs now. a silencer. Daddy grabs a shotgun. We go over, and who should we find but Cypher, right? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cypher. Uh, it's Charlize Theron, and she's been, she pulled up in a dope-ass uh, DeLorean, and she's been stabbed by who? I thought I was the devil. But no, I've seen the real devil tonight. It's not me. It's someone else. And you're like, oh, thanks. Thanks for clarifying that. Beautiful eyebrows. I, I mean, God bless Charlie Theron. Can we please just have this haircut for the rest just of the fast please, please We don't need any this. other haircuts. Looks so this good, is a good man. haircut. Good haircut. Great haircut. Uh, we cut over to, uh, of course, uh, Dante coming in and uh, taking over her whole. Dante. Just what a great name for that motherfucker. The devil. He's the devil. Remember? Oh. So, yeah. Whoa. We're not. We're not. <laughs> Levels, we're not bro. going to the surface level. Levels, right? dog. Levels. So at least there refers to him as the devil and his name is Dante. <laughs> I didn't notice. I didn't so dumb it's so on the fucking everything is so on the nose of these movies oh my God, that's uh good action sequence here where she has to escape from him where he's he's blackmailed everyone except for that one guy unfortunately who he kills with a knife didn't even have a cat. he didn't have yeah, yeah didn't dude, even have a cat yeah. so like for, let's set this up because there are people that are just gonna watch this interview and not watch the movie mm. what happens here is jason momoa's character the son of the bad guy from five goes into Charlize Theron's like bad guy lair essentially where she has a ton of like tech and armed dudes and all this stuff and they all point point guns at him and it's like yo you don't stand a chance and then he has like FaceTime calls that all of them get at the same time showing that he has kidnapped all of their families and it is just the most bad guy elevation of like why would they ever switch sides this way whatever it's like I just love the perfect explanation which just yeah kidnapping your family you're gonna listen if you're not on my side all your families are dying and then again just to repeat uh one of the guys he just shoots and he's like that guy didn't even have a family he didn't even have pets or whatever he didn't have a <laughs> funny cat. moment yeah that was funny fun moment again for your first sort of introduction to 
He's not quite as crazy Porky as he gets weird. toward the yeah. end of the movie. Toward the end of the movie, you're like, he is full-blown Joker. Oh, Dami! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the middle of the movie where he is painting the nails of, of the dead, dead people. Guys. That's about right. Yeah. That's that, about right. That, that was, was scary. scary. They oh, yeah. taped their faces so their eyes and mouth are... Yeah, so they're smiling. That was really creepy. It's very Uh, creepy. Because I thought they were still alive. Like, they showed the one dude, and I was like, oh, this dude's, like, unconscious. And I was like, oh, no, they're both dead. And the other guy looked even creepier. It was really weird. Uh, I I was going to say that that, um, in this moment where they introduce him to us, he walks in with, like, two dead bodies, right? Like, he's dragging two security guards. So it was very menacing. And I feel like that first moment where he makes the joke about the guy not having – not even a joke – just being like not having anyone was the first where I was like, oh, like he's not like he's not just like I'm I can kill anyone like I'm smart. He's fun. Yeah. And fun. <laughs> um, from there, she, of course, escapes, heads over to them. Um, I believe we get attacked now. This is where everyone gets. No. Yeah. She fights her way out of all oh, the guards. No. Here's what happens. I'm sorry. She fights her way out. She gets to them. Uh, meanwhile, we've set up that Tej and Roman is trying to be a leader, which. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of unbelievable shit in this movie. You turn your brain off. You take your brain. You put it on the shelf. You leave your fucking house. Get in the Uber. Go watch the movie, right? But the fact that they have this weird conflict that Roman, of all the people of this team, would be the leader might be the dumbest shit that anyone's ever written on a page before. I hate this bit. It's so dumb. We're 10 movies in, bro. You got to figure out new arcs, though, Nikki. There's got to be new redemptions and, like, things that these characters have to overcome. Didn't he, like, make the plan in the last movie? To get them all out, right? I mean, he, he often makes the plan, right? Like, even in 7, he was the one that made the plan of them jumping out of the plane and all that stuff. But oh, yeah, him right. leading... The, my, I, I agree with you guys entirely about uh, Roman's character in this one and, like, in the last couple. But I'm really let down because Fast 9 introduced the idea that, like, he can't die, like, specifically. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was the one where, like, the boulders were falling and, like, they were joking about that. I'm a little let down that, like, this is the direction that they, they followed up with, mm-hmm. but... Well, either way, he's got he's got a job that they're gonna do. They're gonna steal some stuff from the Vatican, and they go on a uh, or not the Vatican, excuse me. In Rome, there's a, a, a cavalcade of cars that they have to break into because there's some stuff in there they want. Quantum ships or something. I can't remember what the MacGuffin is. It doesn't really matter because it's a red herring, uh, and it turns out that uh, it's actually their whole team's getting set up to get exploded by a giant. The, the pretty much the bomb from the Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of cues in the Dark Knight Rises. I mean, just an immediate great laugh moment of. They think they're on a mission, and then you get uh, Scott Eastwood, little nobody, walking into the house, and Vin Diesel's like, uh, yeah, all the crew's over there with you. Wait, you're not there. And he's like, no, we don't have any jobs over there in Rome. They're being set up. Let's go save them or whatever. And they get there so fast, by the way. Um, and then when they're over there, I think it's just one of the funniest moments of the, they got to get into the super armored tech car truck or whatever. <laughs> they think they're hauling something else. Ludacris opens the back and goes, it's a big-ass bomb. <laughs> and I fucking Dude, laughed so No, he hard. doesn't say that. He names the He's type like the of thermo- bomb. No, no he, he doesn't say that. Bomb. Later, yeah. later, he goes, later. It's a big-ass bomb. Hilarious. And then the next follow-up, someone's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, it's a quantum this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that's even funnier. It's like, how do you know? It just looks like the Dark Knight Rises bomb. He, he, what I, what, the, the biggest comparison I need to make that... Not a whole lot of people will understand, but I'm going to make it anyway, okay? Do it, make it. In The Office, Ugh, Michael Scott has a fake, uh, a movie that he's trying to make called, uh, it's like Michael Scarn. Threat Level Midnight. Threat Level Midnight is the stories of Michael Scarn, and he's a private detective like gold, like James Bond, right? 
And every movie, every shot in that shitty movie that he's making with his friends remind me of the ones here where it's just somebody walking up to a computer and being like, the readings are off the chart. And like, they're going for the parody yeah. movie. Uh, the other comparison that I'm sure Kevin and Nick will really, really love, uh, Tim will get this, and Nathan for you, when they're making the fake movie with the fake Johnny Depp and the fake Bill Gates, <laughs> that's what it reminds you of, too, of like, there's no way that they're going to get these, get us now, and they're just typing away on the computer. That's what all of these scenes remind me of, and I, but I never really felt like, oh, this is just a parody of a spy thriller I never felt that in the other movies. I felt like this is a dumb action movie. And here, it felt like there was something about their approach to the, a lot of these sequences that just, it it felt like just more of a cheap imitation more than like, this is Fast and Furious being Fast and Furious. And I, I don't really know why, but I'm sure if I watch them all again, I'll be able to come up with a better explanation. I think you got a lot of that in 8 and 9. Um, I think it's here as well. I think a lot of it is, is it, it, some of these scenes just don't have the charm of the back and forth that we got in some of the other movies. Uh, and we, so, so when they doesn't have that, the genericness of the writing and, and how we're getting characters from point A to point B starts to wear very, very, like it starts to show through. The schematics are at level five or whatever. Like, right. it's just, I, all that shit just was, I think more ridiculous this time around. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. But I digress. Um, we are in the scene we are in the action sequence where we got the bomb Dominic Toretto's there. We've got this cool action sequence, Letty on the motorcycle, which I will say, one of the coolest stunts, and I hope it was done practically because it looked like it was practical, with her hopscotching over the thing in the motorcycle. Awesome. Awesome. Major pop. Makes me a little disappointed for the rest of the movie because everything is so CGI that we didn't we stopped doing a lot of the actual practical car stunts that we saw in some of the other That's movies. That's the Mission Impossible shit right there. But yeah. That was like, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's that really, for really Mission cool. Impossible. <laughs> we will. We'll save it for Mission Impossible. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Dom has told uh, Jordana Brewster, hey, Take, take my son, your nephew, to the safe house. And the safe house is three houses down in the same neighborhood. I don't know where she's at in this, but I, it's like she went to her friend's house right down the I street. Think that, I think that was still their house. Yeah. yeah. Was it really? The safe yeah. house is the house from Fast 9. Not the house. The, the, it's the actual the bunker They're, where, um, where uh, his Cena, brother, Cena was trying to take him. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that was later. Well, either way, he was, is, they were still in their sorry. house, but I do love it that. Was, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. I was going to say, it was really dumb. That like they're like, hey, we we have to like they're gonna f- they've they're tricking our team into doing something. Right. We should go find our team. And they were just like, but let's let's leave our family here. Yeah, let's definitely leave people yeah. these unprotected. Of course, they get attacked. Great sequence. Jenna Brewster sequence. gets to do some uh, actual martial arts here, some close combat, uh, close hand to hand combat. Uh, and then we get it. We get Jacob coming back, but it's not Jacob, ladies and gentlemen. It's not Jacob. The stoic. John Cena from the last movie. This is Peacemaker himself coming in, hamming it up, talking a little too fast the entire time. Can't understand every other word that he's saying. Don't give a shit. Being a cool deal. John Cena as the uncle. And honestly, one of those things where the the more we spent with these two, I was like, this is, I kind of wish this were more of the movie. And I know we're only getting a little bit of it, but I kind of like the fact that he's this estranged uncle who's lived in this kid's father's shadow for so long. <laughs> Try to kill him so much. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's a complicated relationship. It's kind of fun. It's got a lot of it got a, a couple nuances in there that I don't think we got with the rest of the dynamics of it. Love that he's like, "Whoa, is that your car?" He's like, "No, dude." And he gives him, he has to put him in the 1995 Mustang. He's like, "Hey, it's still a Mustang. It still rips." Dude, I fucking love Stupid. it. Stupid. The key. Love, the, this. Love John Cena. Dope, right? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, come on, bro. Rolling. I, I, I love John Cena this so much, but like, I and again, this is this is where I'm at, and this is the thing of like what I find enjoyment from. You're telling me this man is Vin Diesel's brother? Yeah, they look exactly <laughs> like, like. It's so funny to me. They I just exactly like. and they just take it so fucking seriously that I have to laugh. Was it blood? Was he a half brother or was he a full brother? Oh, full, brother. Full, full brother. Full brother. Cool. He's I mean, look. Brother. As far as we know, there's yeah, eight. Brother. There's eight other brothers out there. If they want to bring movie, <laughs> Jason Momoa might be a blood brother. Man, we don't. We're not yeah. quite sure how Reyes fits in all of this. I, I do. We must have skipped this part, but I did like the Paul Walker like tribute where they're, like they're in the garage and they're looking at all like the pictures, and it's like it was a tribute to. Tom's dad with Rita Moreno, but they were actually talking about Paul Walker yeah. and See You Again, like Remix was playing. I was, was like, good. oh, yeah, let's go. That's a good moment. I'm really glad the full music didn't pop in. Yeah. I needed too just, much. I needed just, the, just the little hints, yeah. Um, we'll skip around a little bit. We go back to the sequence in Rome where the ball is now on fire, rolling down the sidewalk, and Dom's the only person that can stop this. Letty has been taken out. And she's been arrested. Uh, the rest of the team has ghosted. They've they've run away because this is like a neutron bomb that's going to take out half the city. Unless, of course, we put it in ten feet of water, in which case ten feet of water cuts it down by about one thousand percent. And just a, kind of a direct quote. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. They <laughs> said ten, it's one tenth the strength, right? I just love that. It makes it, it out, Ramsey. Just, like just that good. You can look at this thing that you don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> so but dumb. Water does do that. Like if you shoot a bullet in water, slows down. Like, after like a foot, it's useless. You could turn it around, Kevin. It goes the other way. <laughs> look, I. I don't pretend to be a nuclear scientist. I trust Kevin on this one. We also skip past uh, something that I, I wonder if it could be divisive. I'm not sure. Remote control car with a little ludicrous hilarious. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. It's great. Nix is perfect. I it didn't make me laugh. Joey. Um, I think it's fine. I think because it was attached to Tej and Roman, I just like didn't really care about it. I got a chuckle. I wish I got a laugh. I, yeah. I wish they t- I wish there was like one more punchline or something because I funny idea, but I just didn't think it went anywhere interesting. Fair what enough. is it called? Tej car or something like that? Or oh, Bobble Little Tej? Little Tej. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Cute. Uh, we get a sequence where, like, Dom, you got to wave off. There's nothing else you can do. And Dom, of course, spots anything in the environment that he can somehow manipulate to, to punt this thing into the water. He sees a crane, goes, not everything. Supercharges his car, jumps into the crane. The crane knocks the ball in. The backside of the crane knocks uh, Vin Diesel's car into the hill. And it's one of those things, Andy, in the driving game where you're like, I hope when I roll, I land right on my mm-hmm. on my four wheels so I can just keep going. Yep. And sure enough, of course, he does. It's, it's incredible. I, I, I'm i in hysterics at this point. And like, again, not to say that I wasn't entertained by any of the f- sequences throughout like the first two thirds of the movie, but like, it just wasn't as consistent. And, but this moment, you're you're laughing at the, like, what in your mind thought that you'd be okay uh, doing this stunt? Like, I- I'm going to just fucking shoot this car to hit this thing, and I'm going to hit the wall so perfectly, and I'm like, my vehicle's just super crushed, but I'm Dom Toretto, so I don't give a damn because I'm going to survive this. It's amazing. It's very After good. saving a big group of people, this is one of the first movies we see Dom <laughs> act like a superhero <laughs> and actually oh, and he's save like, Yeah, when he's He saves saving. that old little lady. Yeah. <laughs> He cut, doesn't he at one point cut down an awning so the, the so we fire can block can't hit the it. fire? Yeah. Like this is just sheer fun, man. And hidden the, the whole crane sequence sequence is just like it is so damn ridiculous. And then you see the car tires like pop. So he's just like, it's all types of messed up. And then we get the bomb exploding. Bomb explodes? I can't believe I, it yeah. exploded. I, I, I want to do uh, uh over, over the past like week or so, people have started a, a thread about like What's the one moment that you knew you were checked out of the Fast franchise? And when it became when it became ungrounded or whatever. Yeah, it was, sure. I, I mean, not even necessarily that. Just like oh, what, what kind of really took you out of it? Yeah, there was like a lot of different versions of it. 
Um, but one that I was reminded of was in Fast 9. And it's one of those things that I kind of wish we had more of, like just the sheer hilarity and absurdity of it all. And it's the sequence uh, near the end of Fast 9 when they're, um, Jacob at this point, you could tell Dom wants to protect him. Like, right. you know, you're not I'm actually you kind of are with us. And I Jacob gets that. knocked off a car. And then Dom rams into another car, seeing him about to land on the street, and he rams into the car so that Jacob lands on it. <laughs> and right. it's like, and those are the like the moments that kind of really, really shine. And I, I Andy, wish we had a lot more of that here. The rules are simple in this world. If you land on a car, you're safe. You're safe. safe. No, it's I a understand soft that. Landing. I understand. You, you don't know, get it. it. How do you not? It understand made that? the most sense to put a car. That's a and that and but that's like a great sequence that I kind of forget about and. You know, it's easy to kind of be dismissive of eight and nine. You're like, no, there's actually like a lot of fun shit in those movies. A lot of people don't understand how soft car hoods are. Yeah, you can sleep on one cotton, <laughs> just like a like a Tempur-Pedic. Um, of course, the cops chase Dominic Toretto. He gets away, but uh, but Letty gets arrested. The rest of the team has been scattered throughout the globe. We go back uh, to Jacob, who is now uh, getting a passport for Brian. For whatever reason, he wants to put him on a plane. So that the bad guys can find them, because how are you supposed to escape from the bad guys if they can't find you? I'm... They have to go to the safe house, Nick. <laughs> but I know that there's no there's no cameras anywhere in an airport, so well, clearly they're going to be fine. No, he knew there yeah, was a camera wanted, there. In, said, in fact, yeah. Brian said, "Aren't there cameras here? Aren't people going to be able to track us via these cameras?" And the kid's eight years old, and he's asking this question. And John Cena says, "Of course they're going to be able to find us. How are we supposed to like narrowly escape if?" They don't find us. Well, remember, he had a very convoluted plan to have them, like, he had the fake canoe with him that ended up Oh, no, I understand why he was doing it. I'm just, my my curiosity got the better of me of being like, why don't you don't, just take, like, a private plane or something. Like, why don't you take a, like, why are you going through all this stuff to get, it sounded like, and I think he was supposed to be sarcastic, and maybe people can shed light on this, but it sounded like he wanted them to find him so that he could have an action sequence on a plane, and then it pays off with the kayak, and then we land, and you're like, okay. We, it feels like it was a terrible plan, right? Yeah. It's just a bad plan, right? Yeah. Okay. It, it's, but it gave us one of the coolest plane exits of the entire series. <laughs> so, great, so ridiculous. Great moment. Just wish that it wasn't like... That was one of the, the few scenes where they're literally just telling the audience, we don't care. We don't care. How yeah, he gets it, on this plane or why? I like the we just want to get him on the plane. Three things of alcohol. Really, like there's three people yeah. on this plane coming after you, and him being like, "It's good to have friends in high places." It's like, <laughs> come okay. on, Meadow Walker <laughs> making on. her Fast and Furious debut. Who? It's that the stewardess was Paul Walker's daughter, Meadow. Oh, cool. oh. interesting. That's fun. Uh, either way, they get away. It's fun. Uh, it's dumb, but it's fun. Like everything else in this movie. I mean, this is like a, a new level of dumb, though. Like, yeah. but but also set up with this era of supervillain bullshit, and like with Hobbs and Shaw and Evian, I think it was called, and then the whole um, uh, what's the organization that uh, Cypher. the agency Cipher. Well, there's the agency, oh. but then there's Cipher's thing, which I forget what. David. Yeah, there's something. Uh, but anyway, with all that stuff, like we know that he has crazy tech. Mm-hmm. It's still weird seeing it though. <laughs> Very strange. We also get that roof shot of Helen Mirren and Vin Diesel. We get that. Helen Mirren's in this, of course. Um, Queen. So now, at this point, we've split off. Uh, he's in the air. They're going over to London uh, to regroup and find some resources and figure out what the H is going on. We also have... Dang, I had it and I lost it. Um, Letty's over in jail now. Oh, no. This is what it is. Uh, so this is where we introduce... Uh, 
the nobody family yeah dude so mr nobody's daughter tess is uh here and she's she's just like i'm not taking no for an answer i'm gonna sneak into this highly secured uh, environment that looks like a just a really cheap commercial that you'd see on like a a cable network at two o'clock in the morning i've baffling like this is the type of thing i'm like you must have designed this on purpose to look this bad it's bad because it's, I think they ran out of money, and we're like, just put some screen. It, it looked like like I did an after. Legit, effects. it looks like After Effects, like template stuff. Like Very I was bad. shocked. It was, yeah, it was pretty bad. And also, just like, I'm just laughing at the premise of. I laugh any time that there's like a you know um, overly prepared graphics for things like this, yeah. where things have to be explained. Like we we think about. Um, Andrew Garfield and Spider-Man, and it's like every time the little fucking rat dies, there's like a specific animation for the rat dying yeah, oh, in yeah, those experiments. On, um, <clears throat> but here, it's like, I have all of these screens around me showing you the right stuff at the right time, and also all of this looks fucking terrible. It's terrible. It, it was like, it was pretty shocking, this sequence. It felt like just a, a, a scene that didn't belong in this franchise. I, I will agree. say that it would have been more distracting. Were it not for the fact that Alan Richardson's fucking biceps They're so were big. so big. I leaned over to Nick and I said, you can tell this dude has been putting in the work, uh, you know, organically or inorganically. <laughs> because the last time I saw this dude was probably laser team. Yeah. And his skull looks different now. <laughs> like this dude has grown in ways that do not seem natural. He is gigantic. Yeah. He looks like an action figure. <laughs> he got really, really big for the Amazon Prime series Jack Reacher. Right. That was when I, I remember seeing because I'm, I'm a fan of him as Thad Castle, of course, from Blue Mountain State. Uh, he's popped up in a bunch of other movies. I'm pretty sure isn't he Raphael in the? He is Raphael. Michael Bay. Yeah, I believe Turtles so. movies. Um, remember how in um, when Amazon was advertising Jack Reacher, mm-hmm. they were really doubling down on like Jack Reacher's back, and this time. He's a tall, big Jack Reacher, like you should have yeah. been expecting, because Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher. Yeah, I think the first what they time. said exactly was they were like, he's not a short Scientologist anymore. Now he's a hulking man. <laughs> it, it, like, it's oh, like sense. legitimately the advertisements that I was hearing on the Dan Levitard show radio show were like, Jack Reacher's back, and he's actually like, to I, I don't know, just to kind of like make a little quick synopsis. It's basically them saying he's big now, like you expected him to be. He's tall. And menacing and Hulk, uh, hulking and in shit. The, in the book series, he was yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But John Krasinski, though. Who's... No, no, John Krasinski was Jack Ryan. Jack, yeah. Jack Ryan. Reacher. Also, pardon my ignorance. Well, Jack, now, in John Krasinski, the Jack Ryan character, totally different. Yeah. Jack Ryan character is supposed to be like a nerdy sort of like Got analyst. Okay. Marine still, but I don't think he's supposed to be like eight feet tall. Jack Reacher is described. If you read the description of the book, you're like, that's fucking Alan Richardson in this movie. But it was Tom Cruise Giant the first time. It, so this yeah. is kind of them going after the audience. Like, if you're disappointed with that other short right. dude, now he's big. Now he's tall. <laughs> Which I think is just part of the tall agenda. I digress. Yeah. Uh, he has some problems with Tess. Tess is like, whatever. They got a lot of oh, generic yeah, dialogue yeah. here. And Tess is like, I, I'm going to go, whatever. Uh, I stole some shit. I think she stole God's eye from him when he wasn't looking. Which is, I mean, the single biggest most important piece of technology that can find anyone anywhere anytime and she's just kind of legit like the biggest MacGuffin this franchise has ever had yeah, that is like the scariest thing and yeah she just has it i i they want to put it around the put world it out here like brie larson i like it's similar to john cena i love brie larson when she's having fun i don't like serious brie larson unless it's a drama movie and she's incredible but in this type of movie when you play it as straight as she did, I'm like, I just it's don't not, like yeah. you, and it sucks. Yeah. I bet next movie she's a lot more fun. It's so tough because I, 
I think you kind of have to be like not great to be in these movies. I mean, you're not wrong. Right? <laughs> so like the. Like Kurt Russell worked, I think. As yeah. Totally. But, yeah. Kurt, but that's Kurt Russell. He was hamming it up and stuff. Like Kurt Russell is a great actor, but when I think back on the iconic roles of Kurt Russell, you're talking about Jack Burton. You're talking about Tango from Tango and Cash. You're like talking he, about these door, like very you can't charming put Daniel Day Lewis in this yes, movie. You can't yeah. do that. He's, <laughs> he's she's not, not gonna... charismatic enough because I think that's what you need, if, especially if she's going to be Mr. Nobody's daughter. Yeah. Yes. She's just I like agree. a little too. And to be fair, Scott Eastwood isn't exactly that crazy charismatic. charismatic Well, he doesn't need to be, though. But he doesn't really need to be. He's supposed to be the straight guy to everyone. He's the straight guy, and he's in each movie for two minutes, and it's like whatever. You're you're just the comic relief. Like he he people get to make fun of him. The funny guys get to joke about him. Fine. Uh, we cut over to bar someplace, and she walks in and has to kick someone's ass right now because oh wait, Dominic Trello's right there. Give me two beers, bartender. The bartender's like, all right, I gave you a shotgun too. I don't know, it was fucking weird. It anyway, was weird. She goes over to Dominic Trello and he's like, I need you to get Letty out. And she goes, That's impossible. Like, Nothing's impossible if you believe in family. And you're like, all right, man. She's in a black site in fucking Antarctica. Like, sure, I'll go over there. And sure enough, the next scene, she walks into Letty's. Fortress of Solitude, Letty's kept in Not his Not only face. does he do that, but then he hands her the cross necklace. The cross to give to Letty to trust her that Letty knows. And there's no possible way she could have known about this cross. Great. Period. She calls it out. Though, uh, she calls it out, gives her the cross, and goes, hey, sorry, you're going to have to trust me. Stabs her in the shoulder and then pretends like, oh, my gosh, uh, that she's going to kill me. So they take Letty to the infirmary. And, of course, Tess gets to go. Uh, from there, we cut over to London. And uh, now we're meeting back up with Tej and uh, Ramsey and uh, uh, Tyrese and those care and Roman. And uh, they're like, we're fucked. We got to find some tech. We got to figure out what's going on. We got to tap into the system. Everyone's trying to look for us. We got to go low tech with this. We got to go over to the Internet Cafe uh, run by Pete Davidson. And uh, Pete Davidson's a huge fan. He immediately sells them out. Um, and they get chased over to Shaw's. Actually, that's what they're trying to can find. We, they're trying to find Shaw, we... right? Just yes. talk yes, one Joey. second mm-hmm. about the 30 seconds where Pete Davidson's like, hey, don't eat that muffin. It's not a normal muffin. And then Han, Han eats part high. of the muffin and just like trips the fuck out for literally 15 seconds. And then they never address it again for the rest of the movie. <sighs> Look, I love the Han character. But at, but at any if anyone mirrored my emotional state throughout this movie, it is Han. He feels like he could not give a shit. That he is in this movie the entire time. That's on, man. They don't give him anything to do that is anywhere close to fun because there's 15 people at every scene that he's in. It's a disappointment, and it needs to be rectified in Fast uh, 10, Part 3. I mean this with all the respect for Sun King, but what else is he doing outside of this? Uh, I don't know that he's, like, taking a lot of He calls, was in so Star Wars. Yeah. Hello. He was, he was the, in one uh, of the brothers. Oh, that's right. The fifth brother. And which one? And what series is that? Kenobi. Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. Was he good at I mean, it? He, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get there. <laughs> oh, no, I did. Yeah, I watched, he, I watched the first fine. episode. He was fine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, in, in real life, he's a really, really big car guy, and he actually, like, brings cars back and stuff. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So yeah. The acting thing mm-hmm. is just, like, a side thing. Uh, but... I don't know about side, but at this no, point. I mean, yeah, look, but I mean, he's in, he is in stuff, but he's not in, like, big blockbuster shit. Look, there's 30 know, he's characters. He's a voice in Riot in The Last Dragon. Who knew? Yeah, he does shit. Um, so, of course, we got to cut over to... Well, anytime we get to London, we're like, we're going to Shaw, of course. Uh. Love Jason Statham. Love seeing him here. And you say what you want about the rest of these characters. Some people have lost a step. Maybe some people, whatever. Jason Statham, no steps lost. Mm-mm. Super fun. Kick in a bag. Did they steal this scene, of course, from the James Bond classic with Pierce Brosnan, um, Tomorrow Never Dies? No. Yeah. Nope, not Tomorrow Never this Dies. This is the diamond the wor- guy, right? Not, not The World's Not Enough. Die Another Day. Shit. Die Another Day. Did they steal it from Die Another Day? Yes, they did. Where he's kicking the fucking uh, punching bag and there's a dude in there. 
I was like, that is, that is a ripoff, sir, until they opened it up, and it was the, one of the guys from Mission Impossible 5. Remember? Alexi. Alexi, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Remember that guy yeah. in the prison? Yeah. I was like, is that the fucking... Andy pointed it out to me. I was like... That's funny. All right, yeah. I'll allow it. Funny um, scene. We saw this in the post-credits of Nine, where Han is like, I, I know the guy to talk to, who is his fucking killer, Shaw. Uh, but I like that they, they fixed it, because now Han has his hair. Important stuff, everybody. Important stuff. Um... They have a weird scene. We get a fight scene. The car comes in. Hate Ramsey. This. I hate this. Ramsey hacks a thing. I don't know. It's just so, it's garbled. But what, what sucks about this is one very specific thing. Han doesn't know how to fight. And sure, he could have learned in time, post-death or whatever. But Fast 6 clearly shows us that despite the stereotypes, he does not know hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. So him being proficient in this, I was like, come on, writers. You had one job. <laughs> It's it's so please Tim Gettys. See, it's unfortunate. I don't think he was as proficient as Shaw because Shaw kind of hands him his ass. But Shaw's supposed to be like a badass fighter because Jason Statham is a really good physical like actor in that regard. Um, I that part wasn't the part I had a problem with. It was just the fact that it was like, all right, we're getting a lot of action. It's just a lot of clutter as far as the action was concerned. I didn't love the blocking of it. Um, but then Shaw's like, oh my god, they're going after me, mom, governor, and he just leaves. We don't see him again. We do see. One of the flippy cars from Fast Six. We do. One of his brother's cars. I'm like, oh, that's going to come back at some point, and I can't wait. I mean, Owen's still alive, right? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's burned, but he is. Yeah, we saw him at eight. He's coming back. He'll be the barbecue. He, him and the two Shaw brothers rescued the kids. That's the right. The kid. That's right. <laughs> from the Thank plane. Um, so from there, we go over to the black site. Um, this is where Cypher and Letty are, and they just have the world's longest scene where they get to escape, and no one comes to mess with them, Dude, period. This this scene. So we saw the trailer, and we're like, what are they doing? Is this a body swap? Like, what's happening? Because that's where this franchise is. Mm-hmm. It's not. But when we see the weird Spider-Man-ass tech come down of, like, the weird laser thing, and it fixes her, it's like, what is happening? Was, was that not insane? It was insane. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely insane. Uh, but it also unnecessary, because we've already established in the Fast and Furious world where... People can just get shot. It doesn't matter. Do we need to see her? Get, whatever. But they had a fun. Look at one of the hallmarks of the series that I respect is that Letty gets to fucking throw down with whoever the other mm-hmm. female antagonist mm-hmm. is. Of course, we had the Gina Carano subway scene. We had the fucking Rom's, Ronda Rousey penthouse scene. Both bangers. This one I would put third in that. Just wasn't as brutal and as violent, mostly because we didn't have the physicality that we had with Gina Carano and Ronda Rousey coming from the actual MMA world. But it was fun. Whatever. This her getting her head knocked into the door. Brutal. <laughs> like thrown down when they land on the like whatever the table shit. That was so brutal. This scene, I agree with you. Probably my least favorite of the the hand to hand Letty fights um, so far. Um, and it's probably for good reason because this was the scene uh, that there was the first big major thing shot for the movie, and it was during the ten days that Justin Lin the director of Fast 10 until he quit mm. and was like, I'm out. And yeah, they had to bring in the other director. So this whole scene was shot with no director. Oh, smart. No director at all. Oh, good. What yeah. the you don't hell? Need one. Yeah. You don't need one. We didn't need it. Can uh, you do that? <laughs> they did it. They did it. And that's why this is the scene that, like, I mean, a lot of the movie has this type of stuff, but this scene, um, notice that almost every single line said, you don't see their lips. It's all just random shit that they're saying later. Like, oh, man, whatever whatever gets us to the next there was some, point. There's some poor second AD or first AD on that shoot that was so stressed out trying to direct these two actors. Charlie's Theron. Yeah, and Michelle Rod- 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 you don't think it was Vin, Vin Diesel sitting there? I don't think Vin like, Diesel shows up to anything that he doesn't need to 100% be at in, on these shoes. I picture him on, See, on, I feel on the opposite. I was going to say Vin Diesel is like everywhere. I think he's an overwhelming presence. Really? Yeah. 
I, I picture him in like on one of those. His face is on the tablet, on the roving, roaming tablet that. Kind of, oh, like Silicon Valley. It has like, little wheels. Yeah, he's just there, and he's like, make sure you do a backflip right here. <laughs> God, that's so funny. <laughs> um, we make our way up. Uh, Letty's like, how long until they get here? She's like, four minutes. She's like, good. We can fight. They fight. Beat each other. And then uh, we cut away. Cut back. I'll just do it now. Uh, she goes up the little the little chute and pops open the thing, and it's Antarctica. And you're like, oh no, how are we gonna get out of here? Comes back down. She throws her some boots. Shout out like, to that graphic though. When it said Antarctica, way too big. Why oh, was, was it chrome? Dude, I but loved it. They're all chrome. So they were all chrome, but they weren't even like shiny chrome. They were like tarnished chrome. And you're like, I can't. Okay, yeah. So these heroes are tarnished. They are tarnished. It's all not, levels. It's all. But they haven't started to rust. Depth and nuance. It's something. Uh, <laughs> we go over to. That was a good comedic moment though. That, like I, I laughed very, very hard at like just how silly this shit is. Uh, we go over to Brazil, I want to say from here. This is Brazil. And uh, we go, I think, I forget why Dom has to go to the street race, but of course he does. We get the obligatory 15 shots of women's lower halves the entire time. But we catch back up with Homie Not from Not enough ass shaking for a Fast and Furious movie, though. I it feel was like they've, surprisingly they've restrained. evolved. Yeah, exactly. I think they were, think they were like, we'll, do, we'll try to do a tasteful amount of the objectification of women in miniskirts on this one. We'll see. It's 23, 23. Tim. 2023 okay uh but we do catch up with homie from the first one that has i love that he still has the porsche still has the porsche like gt um i think he had a two or three rs in this dope ass car this one was green love that some face tats not sure if that's the character got those or if the actor got those but love him he's name he and dom and him best friends but of course someone who's not best friends there's uh isabel who comes she's like i'll beat you right now i'm a dope ass uh nissan z Super cool. He's like, oh, you got the you got the five forty C in that. I see. She's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then I course, love this. I love that Vin Diesel is a celebrity, a world renowned celebrity here, and like everyone is like, we got we got Jesus Christ here, dude. We got like, we Dominic Toretto. It's like when Gandalf comes back to the Shire. Yes, and all the little hobbits yes. freak out. You know? <laughs> Gandalf the White now. Um. So from there, uh, then Dante shows up in his dope ass, like light pink super sport Chevelle. And he's like, it's time to race everyone. If you race, if I win, if you win, you can take me in. And if you lose, well, just don't lose. And of course, he's put those cool little bombs underneath everyone's car. Uh, then he gives him a choice. He's like, who are you going to save Vin Diesel? And Vin Diesel just divines that there's bombs underneath both cars. I didn't like that. I and you know you this know this is his detective vision from four. I would have liked if they did something stupid like that. It was a little bit too much like, oh, he just knows. But I wish they gave us something of this is how he knows, even if it wasn't a good reason. But they didn't do that at all. Well, I mean, here's what I do. Mm. Before we start the race, let me look at all the cars. Like, I don't know how he, how he intuits that in that moment. Like, why wasn't that feeling had earlier? Like, cause it's, not, it's not like he noticed Jason Momoa look at the other dude. When Momoa's like, are we ready to race? And he looks at the other guy who's like, yeah, yeah, we're winking at each other because we know that these mm-hmm. there are bombs underneath these two vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, a bizarre thing. But then I think what he intuits even more is like, you seem really familiar as we're here racing. I think you may be related to Elena. <laughs> so I'm going to save you instead of the other guy <laughs> that I've known for way longer. <laughs> and he saves her, of course, by smashing into her. Her car flips, and as it flips, it scrapes just the bomb right off the b- bottom side of it. Yep. Explodes a little bit, but she's uh, okay. Other guy, not so much. He's dead. So Is we it think. weird that he and Vin, BFFs, but he cho- chooses the girl that he's met oh, yeah. literally Very weird. today? 100%. Well, it's not <laughs> only in that he had to choose in that moment and the other guy's car was really far ahead. 
Remember, because he hit the NOS, and he goes, oh, oh that was a mistake, early. right? Because oh, he yeah. got too far away from Vin to save her, Ooh, and he's him. like, you got to save one now, and it's like, well, the choice is, and I think even Momoa has a line where he's yeah. like, oh, that was easier, whatever the choice, so he had to save her. Unfortunately, the guy in the Porsche got got blown up. Again, could be alive still. Absolutely. There's no such thing we just as that in this world. The spider lasers, they'll, they'll fix him. They'll fix him right up. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a couple cool things with scars in his face. Mm-hmm. Doesn't uh, later say that he knew right away that it was Elena's sister? Of course yeah. he did. He's not okay. stupid. He had the same he was smile. up with her for like maybe a year. And Elena? Like maybe saw a photo, yeah. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, Kev. There is actually a lot of potential there. A lot yeah. of pic- family pictures in those houses. Um, love the classic race, right? The quarter mile, get there, get the setup, the four cars, do the camera thing going through all the windows, them all looking at each other, ready, set, go. This is Fast and Furious 101. But the use of Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. Oh, yeah. It was in the trailer, and I was like, how is it taking us this long to get this song in one of these movies? And I just thought that they used it. Per- I didn't expect it in the film itself. Loved it. Shout out to the soundtrack overall. I thought that this was an absolute banger, both from the score perspective, licensed song perspective, all the 90s songs with John Cena. It was perfect. Um, at this point, uh, Alan Richardson has also come. He's arrived there uh, to Brazil. Uh, we go back to Elena's house where he's like, oh, you're here. You know, Elena's house, of course, you know, exactly in pristine condition, just like your parents keep your bedroom when you leave. Uh, we see a picture of her. Andy, how many pictures of yourself looking off longingly into the distance do you have on your wall at home? <laughs> Minimum 20. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> you don't remind me a lot of, it might be a lot of a bad boys. She's like, you got a lot of pictures of uh, your partner on the walls here. Well, it's one for every time we save each other's lives. You know, I got a picture of it, you know what I mean? It's so fucking stupid. Anyway, she's there. She's like, I'm Elena's sister. It's like, oh my God, that's right. Well, you're, you're my, you know, my son's uh, um, aunt, which is great. Of course, we're going to save each other. Like, yada, yada, yada. I forget now Alan Richardson catches up to him and saves him or, or captures him right at this point. And then he's like, you got to, um, oh, we got on the bridge. Oh, We're back right. on the bridge where it all started. The bridge, baby. We go. And he's like, you got to, uh, he's like, you got to buckle up. Trust me. This guy's coming. They're like, ah, whatever. Uh, plane comes, shoots the truck that he's in now being detained by. Uh, he puts his foot on Alan Richardson's uh, chest to pin him against the wall. So he doesn't ping pong all off all the walls. Uh, and then of course gets out. We have the confrontation between him, Isabel. Yes. So Alan Richardson knew that he knew was going to get blown. He up. was going to get blown Correct. up. Didn't put a seatbelt on. I just didn't put a seatbelt. Doesn't on. care when you ha- have biceps that big. Literally nothing on this earth can hurt you. That's this a, scene. That's a great point. When you're watching yeah, the movie, you're you're like, like, okay, cool, yeah. Vin's one step ahead of this. He understands. But when you get to the end and you realize that guy's double crossing, what? Unless Jason Momoa didn't give a fuck about that guy, Probably it not. was like willing. To I let think him we've die. established that he doesn't care about his partners in this. But man. But then you would think I just maybe really, be a little mad that he shot and didn't give you the heads up on. Yeah, I just really enjoyed the, the the Vin Diesel putting his foot up and like holding him back. I, like any time a character is smarter and knows what's going to happen, I'm like I'm a sucker for that shit in movies. Uh, we get out. This is where it all began. Remember when you killed my dad? It was on this bridge. It all comes full circle. I'm wearing a dope ass suit. And I look great. He's got he's got those big flowy pants on. The he's got his hair in the man bun. It's just looking freaking fantastic. Of course, who should come to help save him? Tess. Tess is here. She gets shot in the shoulder, and then he's just steals. the way she looks though. Like when that guy and she's just standing there. It's like this is just so like badly blocked it's, and shot, yeah. man. It's got off. It's hilarious. She gets shot. Of course, she's got the god's eye on her. Because why would you leave that anywhere? Uh, and he's like, that's what I really wanted the whole time. Yanks it from her. Thank you. Uh, they get into a physical altercation. I should mention that Dom starts beating him up. We get the Dark Knight moment no, where he's just bouncing his head off the wall. He's like laughing at him because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. No, hold on. First, we have Justin Richardson. Or what's his name? Uh, Al- Alan, Alan Richardson. Richardson. 
Richardson? Richson. Richson. R-I-T-C-S-O-N. Alan Richardson. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. You know what? I you I do trust you. Here's my gun. <laughs> 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 moment was so fucking great and awful awful because it's Why? like and it wasn't earned like we we no. zero earned. god it was especially, so funny especially when we're in the same environment the same city as that incredible moment where he's like i'll go with you toretta like i'll roll with you toretta we cut over in the fucking rocks just like leaning against letting his internals heal you know and you're like oh he's like, he'll be healed in five minutes because the steroids help heal all the internal problems um it just came so out of nowhere oh you laugh so i laughed at you laughing at that that's yeah. how funny that was um <laughs> of course you got snipers on the bridge we were definitely the, the loudest people in the theater yeah, we were after everybody else and they didn't assholes. care they didn't care they were there to write down all I the plot so the plot loud. synopsis of this movie and at one point i saw one a real reporter just put his pen down <laughs> he's like i don't need to fucking talk about it anymore. <laughs> there was uh, a reporter that fell asleep like two rows behind me like knocked out hard oh, that's maybe awesome. 20 minutes in head all the way back a long day man yeah do you think that helped the review score or hindered it, Kevin? It's irrelevant. I mean, yeah, I, it doesn't like for these kind of movies, reviewers don't matter. They like, don't care. Actual like. I was just wondering if articles. that guy fell asleep and woke up and was like, "That was a great movie," or no, definitely not. It no. was like, like Mike at, he, at the Mario he movie. Decided what he was gonna write before he walked into the movie. Um, so fucking film though. Not only did Alan Richson give uh, Dominic Toretto his weapon, then Dom starts to flip over the car. With all his pure strength. Mm -hmm. With one, one hand. One hand. Yeah. Awesome. Completely ridiculous. <laughs> um, all that and stuff goes down. He blocks himself with the door. Yeah. Yes. He, he blocks uses a car door as a shield. High-powered machine guns cannot go through the <laughs> aluminum of doors. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows it, guys. Uh, from there, we uh, somehow Alan Richardson goes, I'll go pick up your team or whatever. We got to go to... Oh, do we go back over to John Cena? Well, we're having... We have that scene where Momo was like, Commanding everybody to get shot. Right. He's like looking at the people in the helicopter. He's like, now her, now you. And he's doing it in a very like kind of funny animated like, way. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed that part. Like after he had that little uh, sort of green goblin moment of laughing while being punched. Mm -hmm. His mouth is all bloodied up. And I think he just looks kind of fucking cool and sinister in this moment where he is like, I'm commanding everybody to shoot you, and my my mom fucked up, and I called you a butthole after you punched you my tooth out. Butthole. You butthole! <laughs> and he throws his tooth at him, and like I don't know, I kind of just really enjoyed the the unhinged side of him in these moments. Well, it was definitely um, it was definitely a different dynamic, which I liked. That's why I liked him, right? Because uh, like you talked about earlier, we got just somber John Cena, and when you have stoic Vin Diesel versus somber John Cena, it's boring. This at least added a different dimension to it. You know what I mean? Just him having fun, him being unhinged. It's cool. It's fun. Uh, either way, he gets away with God's eye. That's what he wanted the whole time. Well, now I can get you anywhere. Uh, by the way, we've been soliloquying the entire time of he doesn't want to kill him. He just wants him to suffer because uh, death is just too easy. Why kill someone when you can make him suffer, which is from his dad. Uh, but now it's time to not suffer anymore. Or, and now it's time to end it. We cut back over to um, Jacob. Uh, he's like, I know where your son's going to be. So Vin has to go save him. Uh, he has to run David with Alan Richardson. He's going to pick up the rest of the team, I guess, and go all the way to. I forget what, what city we end in. Maybe we, are we still in Brazil? Are we on the dam? Where's the dam? You know, I don't know. I think it's still Brazil. We'll just say it's still Brazil, uh, which is where the uh, safe It's in Portugal, I think. Portugal, okay. that's right. That's where the safe house was. So they all go to Portugal from Brazil. Um, and that's right. Uh, and uh, we meet back up with Jacob. 
who has to protect his, his uh, nephew in the car. He's got this badass cannon car. The rocket car. Completely dude. ridiculous. Love it. Uh, the kids. Uh, we, I was yeah. worried this was going to be underutilized. Because, like, seeing the trailer, it kind of had the vibe of, like, oh, this is, like, a, a one-off, one-scene gimmick that they're going to use and just move on. And we saw a bunch of cars in the desert kind of coming towards him and then mm-hmm. going. I was like, that's going to be the end of it. I am so happy where this car ends up. It was silly. Just a couple minutes. It was fun. It was creative. <laughs> uh, at one point, though, the kid, uh, Dom's trying to catch up with them. Uh, the kid has to go crawl out, proving he's a hero as well, because family is family. He's a little R2 unit. Uh, he's R2 unit. He has to go un- unjam the thing as he's doing it, of course. Jason Momoa comes and grabs him and pulls him into his the car. The stupidest shit of all time. Um, like, th- this is... It's it's this type of, of lazy stuff that really kind of marks you down. Because, like, I'm okay with the with the silly stuff, but, like, we need to get him with Jason Momoa. How do we do it? He's just going to drive up and pull him into his car. And, like, <laughs> this John Cena being like, I, I lost the kid. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like, it's hilarious. Damn it, Dom. Damn it, Dom. Of course, uh, as Dom is like, damn, I got to catch up with him, right? I'm catching up with him. But there's a whole, Dom's a little behind. And, and, and uh, 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 John Cena's character uh, sees the cavalcade of bad guys coming at him and realizes, oh, my God, it's time to stop living on my brother's shadow. I love you, Dom. I love you, big brother. And he's like, no, don't do it. And he has a mechanism on the car. That turns the cannons, the cannons down to blast himself up to sacrifice Fucking himself. Rocket jumps his car. He Kevin, rocket jumps the car. Can we get a Google image up of the way this rocket car looks for a lot of our YouTube viewers and just bring it up? Thank you very, very much. Now, am I crazy or did he sort of do like a salute thing as he was I in the don't air? Like it, he man. did something. He was weird. upside down, kind of like. <laughs> And again, I love we're all this laughing so in this moment. Perfect. Explodes all the cars in Dom's way. Dom shoots through the fire. You know, has a moment for his, his dad and brother. Um, and I then want but him to sacrifice himself. I want more justice. Again, Andy, it's, Andy I, he's I coming just, back. Yes. Like, There's no I, fucking way he's not coming. He I'm jumped right out of the car you. or something. We did not get enough on John Cena. We got something here, but we need more. We have to get more. We get the sacrificial death. What, 10 minutes before Gal Gadot comes back? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we're going to be okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, of course, we catch up with him, and he's like, and he's, he's like, I got your son, Dom, uh, Dom, Dommy. Hey, Dommy, I've got your son. And he goes, let me talk to him. And he's like, okay, hey, uh, Brian, remember I told you? I, I always remember that promise I set up in Act 1? I always keep my promises. Here's your driver lesson. Pick your lane. Pick your, pick your line. Make sure you're not, you're not on the brakes. And when it's time, you pull the— you, No you, can you, defend. You, yeah, you no can defend. And the yeah. kid's like, yeah. oh, I get it. This is that maneuver we... No, not that one. No, that's, 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 <laughs> that's, right. that's, a, that's the other rocket car that went yeah. to space. Yeah, <laughs> don't get it, yeah, don't get it, don't get it twisted, guys. Uh, of course, the kid just divines, like, oh, I know exactly what my dad wants me to do. He wants me to jump out of this car into his car. Why not? And we set this up, and everyone knows it's going to happen. Tim, mm-hmm. I could hear mm-hmm. Tim giggling mm-hmm. behind me. With anticipation at what's going to happen. But, and, of course, as they start to spin out, he goes, No! And the kid opens the door. And he, it's basically when Dom opens his door, you're like, oh, my God, they're going to do this. It's again. fast seven. They're going to do it again. It's the fast seven thing where they had to passing, keep passing the thing, the, the football. They did it here. And I'm so with you, Andy. I was, like, pretty let down by little B getting pulled by Jason Momoa. But it was all worth it for this for me. <laughs> we, uh, I mean, no. we get put into that situation, first off, by Dom knowing that he's kind of setting up this plan. And what's he pulling behind him? There's there there's a similar uh, kind of safe device that he's I think using. He's got a car. Oh, it was the helicopter. Wait, I yeah. forgot the helicopter uh, part. Oh, that's right. We forgot. 
Uh, two helicopters harpooned Vin Diesel's car. Doors. Uh, doors. But here's the thing. Vin Diesel's car is more powerful than they think. Yeah. And than they anybody knows. Like, a lot, of, a lot of people think, oh, this is just, like, some really, really high-quality car. It's like, no, my, I've, I leveled mine up. You didn't miss, you know, you missed me grinding in the off hours and getting XP. Because his car is stronger and heavier. And him flipping up the NOS and then pulling the helicopters down with him and... I love Jason Moa being like, oh, it's okay, we're, we're going to be fine, we're going to be good, we still, we still got this under control, because these helicopters are not strong enough for his main weapon, his fucking car, and you should have never let the me car. get it. Never <laughs> let, they brought that line back yeah. in a different way, which I loved. I also loved that the plan here was not one, but two helicopters to take up Vin Diesel. We had the one helicopter with the grappling hook with the rock in Hobbs and Shop, but this was like, no, we're going to do two. But Jason Momoa saying, for me to win, I gotta take away the streets from Dominic Toretto. That was great. Come on, yeah, man. This right. whole scene was just pitch perfect, man. Jumping the different sides of the highway, the helicopter, then swinging the the shit around to hit the other cars like the safe. And that's what I'm saying. This rescue doesn't happen unless Dom is using these exploded helicopters that he's been dragging behind his car to mess up the other vehicles, and also he has to. Hit the shit out of the car that Jason Momoa is driving with his son in it. <laughs> so I'm laughing at that anyway. Like the fact that like I have to hit the shit out of this dude's car in order for this plan to work. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just so amazing and awful at the same time. I'll tell you what. I loved it. Everyone laughed for different reasons. Some people, you paused because this is the, the culmination of a something that was set up a few movies back. We've seen this before. It's good. Now it's more important because the kid coming back and forth. Andy and I laughed because it was so fucking dumb and bad that we just couldn't help but laugh. But that is the magic of the Fast and Furious franchise. Sometimes it's hype, and sometimes it's so absurd, the only emotion it evokes out of you is hilarity. (laughs) And I, I, yeah, so anyway, we move on from there. Um, We go over to a bridge for some reason. We're on the dam now. And uh, Dom's like, hey, I love you, son. We're, everything's okay now. Oh, no. Because they're trying to meet the plane with Ramsey yeah. and... That's Kesh right. They the are whole the rest plane. of the squad is in a big plane. Yeah, and, and everyone knows that the best place to rendezvous with a plane is in the middle of a dam. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> a lot yeah. of landing spots. <laughs> a lot of landing spots there, right? So um, that's where they go. And these two auto- auto- autonomously controlled... Uh, well, so here we trucks. are. We, we, get the, we get these trucks, but we, we see the plane crash. Well, we haven't gotten there yet, right? right? Okay, so because the trucks come up first, and Jason Momoa has this cool little like laptop slash controller, and he's like, "It's done, Dom." And then we hear the voice come over on 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 your left, yes, on your left, yeah, right. It's the on your left moment. You want to talk about Infinity War to Endgame, yeah? And it's like, "Oh shit, the fucking Tej in there! What the fuck are they gonna do? They're in a car. It doesn't matter. Maybe they drop the thing out. We're thinking they're gonna go, but for some reason, Alan Richardson isn't in the plane anymore. Maybe he wasn't before. I can't remember. He's on a fucking mountaintop yeah. with an RPG. He's like, uh-huh. "Hey Dom, remember you so you're so <laughs> fast to make everyone your friend, right? That's your biggest weakness. That's your kryptonite. The people, the people. No, don't harm the people." Which, by the way, which was a very, very good line that happened a lot earlier in that sequence with him and Brie Larson is. Uh, the stuff that kind of really broke the fourth wall in Fast 9 when they were talking about their own mortality and how they cannot die. And that stuff that kind of like, oh shit, they're like, they're self-aware of this universe that they're in that they cannot die despite all the crazy shit they do. In the sequence that we talked about with the really, really bad CGI and it's Alan Richson and uh, Brie Larson, he tells her, look, 
every cop that comes in contact with them becomes a part of the family. Every cop, and he shows Brian, and he shows uh, Elena. Uh, Elena, and then he shows The Rock. Every cop that they've ever ever like had to deal with ends up at their barbecues right. and hanging out with them, and he's just kind of like talking about these movies in a way. He's yeah. not talking about like the characters. He's just describing the movies, mm. and I thought that was a very funny line that like. Uh, it, it was a an actually intentionally funny line. That I, I like that line. Yeah. That, that line popped for me for sure. Um, oh, we did miss that part where with with the video collage in the thing, like the Joker esque video collage thing that he did. Oh, he walks in. Oh, you're right. He walks in in the, just, the police station. The police that's station. been abandoned from five, and they go there and, and he set up a whole house of tricks. <laughs> a whole house of tricks. It's the perfect way to put it. Six vibes from that one. Yeah, oh, it was totally. Um, anyway, we cut over to the climax, and these trucks are about to smash in, and he's like, Tip. "So the truck. We right. see the truck, and the camera goes, and there's no one in it, and uh, that's why I was like." This could be fucking Optimus Prime, and then we see Jason Momoa with the thing. He's like, "Oh, he's kind of controlling this," and like, I was let down, man. Like, that that could have been a moment, man. Like, that's where Fast and Furious can go from here. Just crossovers we're not expecting. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but was John Cena not in the Transformers movie? You're right. He was in Bumblebee, and uh, and again, you don't know. This is uh, we see Alan (laughs) Richard with the big rocket launcher RPG, and then we get that gigantic flashback that over. Overly explains that he was there the whole time with Jason Momoa's character back in the day when they first robbed the bank, and he was the other guy in those in all those shots with him. And like, it's this sort of shit that I love that happens in heist movies when they show you what was really happening. Hey, by the way, you may have missed all this other. It's shit. the ten second window moment from so by Fast Five. It's bye. so fucking funny when this happens because like. This movie does a lot of shit without explaining stuff because it mm-hmm. just says, hey, it's an action movie and you don't really care the you reason. And this is one of those things that, like, I don't care, <laughs> like, that he was acting. You could have just had him come out and be like, I was a bad guy the whole time. And I would have been like, God damn it. Great writing, of course. But, like, they overly explain it with all the shots and it's so funny. Though. Andy, it would have robbed us it's from so- seeing the Jason Momoa standing in the safe hole scene again with him walking in. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> we were friends like, well, the whole time. Our partnership's Fuck, off to so a rocky funny, start. Man. Remember he says that fun line? You're like, God, you're a big human being. But also, by the way, he shot a rocket launcher at my bus earlier in the car, and he almost killed me. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm back with you. I was like, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. Uh, you, could definitely, you could definitely tell that someone, probably Vin Diesel, was like, guys, no, this is going to be the reveal of all reveals in this. And there's some poor editor who's like, whatever, man. Why? Whatever. And that's Shyamalan on this shit. Who, whatever. Let me just get home. To my wife. and He kids. was dead the whole time. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, it's not looking good. The team's going down in a fiery wreck, right? Presumably, they, they made the move toward the back, so they got out. Whatever. We don't see that, but of course, they, they're going to live. The movie ends with them dead. Presumably dead. Yeah. Presumably dead. The big but- ass jet they were in just flew across the mountainscape and we out of view and it explodes so uh before uh, after that happens, of course, the two trucks start going at each other and Dom's like, sorry, kid, this is the end of the road, or is it? They, he has a fun line of something about I never I'd die for my family if I had to. Like fuck, we know we get it, Dom. Get it, all you ever Dom. fucking say uh, goes over the. Dam. No, he has the number one line. No, no, no. He has the he number one line where he says, "You forgot one thing. You never took my car." And that's like the one thing Come you can't because we think dude. about Fast Five of the Rock saying. One thing you can't let these motherfuckers do, Never get inside get of a car. car. <laughs> and the Don tells him this, you forgot one massive thing. There's one gigantic X factor here, mm-hmm. is that I'm in my car. 
and yeah. you can't stop me when I'm in my car. Which has, by the way, just been destroyed in so many ways by this yeah. point. <laughs> is this the car? Is or sorry, is this the scene where we get the the shift yes. nos and we yes. get the camera doing the whole going through yeah. the car and whatever? But we go through like above his bulging veins. Mm -hmm. We haven't had one of these shots in a while. In a Finn. while, man. We talk about the old Fast and Furious movies. Going whenever the, the characters do the nos and the camera CG goes to all the tubes, all it shows the gas releasing. That. It goes to the shows the engines. But it's not only that, it, the camera, tiny little camera, <laughs> also goes up Vin Diesel's arm and you see the veins in his fucking thick bicep pythons and it goes all the way up and then he hits that shit and they fly off of this dam, and killing it, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's over. We go, they crash into the water below. Um, they Again, cars and water, we're fine. We're going to be okay. Uh, uh, little Brian gets out, Vin Diesel gets out, we're good, we go over to the side and now it's finally time. Hey guys. Good job, but guess what? Your suffering's over. It's time for me to kill you. And they took the what were the little bombs, and they put um, the the Hank Pym particle on them. Uh -huh. Made them real big bombs. Big bombs. Yeah, and those so big many bombs of them are on the dam. And he goes boop boop, and it all starts to explode. We get the the last shot of the movie, which is Brian or, or Vin holding Brian, but like oh, I, I don't know, I'm not in a car anymore. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> to do anymore. As the the wall of water is presumably going to crash down upon them and kill them. Wild, wild. That is it. And it's like wait. All the characters are about to die. The yeah. big bomb's going to kill Dom and the kid. We have the whole rest of the family kind of mess. What, if, what about Antarctica, Andy? Yeah, what happened to Antarctica, huh? Let's cut to Antarctica real quick to where we see uh, Charlize Theron and Michelle Rodriguez just trekking through the frozen tundra. And they happen upon uh, like a the frozen water, body of water, and up comes a gigantic submarine. Cap lifts off. Who is it? She's back somehow, everybody. Gal, Gal Gadot, Gadot is Gadot. back. Giselle. Han's girlfriend. Yep. Fuck yes, Dad! Who, who fell off of a, a plane into an unending runway. The abyss. About 70 miles long. Very similar death to Owen Shaw, who also didn't die. Where is Owen Shaw? Yeah, Look, by the way. We, the, to be fair, there's a lot of unexplainably stupid shit that happens in these movies. Um, Han, we saw his face as the car explodes around him, and he still somehow made it out. Her falling off an airplane that's going 70, 80 miles an hour, maybe, maybe a little bit fast. Wait. I don't know how I don't know how airplane how fast airplanes need to be traveling to take off, but you presume they weren't quite up to launch speed yet because a lot of shit was happening and dragging. She could have survived that. That's not beyond the I'm like, okay, action sequence, action movie logic, that's fine. The illogical, the, the illogical thing. Illegitimate, illogical thing to me is where has she been? How come she didn't call Han? What's going on with that? But that shit, Tim, that we're gonna have to face in Fast and Furious 10 yes. part yeah. two. Roll the credits. Because I was gonna say gonna you're get... lucky because Gal Gadot landed, you didn't notice there was a lot of cars she landed on. Oh yeah. Totally fine. Good call. It's Good either call. cars or water, they're both pillows yeah. in this. Uh we roll the credits, man. And Great. It's a love a credit scene. Love the, the all the iconography and the music playing, the, the dumb shit. So sick. And then and we get it. Of course we get it. We get a man who's almost as big, if not bigger, than Alan Richardson. The only the biggest movie star on the planet, both physically and metaphorically. Walking in. Now, unfortunately, we all had this spoiled for us. And I sorry, I apologize. I spoiled for some of you out there that were watching. We did our fast five review. Knucklehead moment. Did we have it spoiled for us? or? Well, Tim had it spoiled, and then I spoiled it for you, Joey. The internet um, spoiled it for me. The internet the spoiled it. I didn't it. have it spoiled. This it couldn't be spoiled. To be fair, I had it spoiled for me earlier, too. I just like giving Nick shit. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I knew it was coming, and I knew it was him, but he's wearing a mask. What I popped for wasn't the fact that The Rock's coming back. 
it's the goddamn hand cannon that he walked in with. I was like, oh shit, that's Hobbs's. Oh Love shit, you, this is the rock lo- sequence. So yeah, dude, fucking good, and right? You get the flashbacks from five to like, hey, in case you didn't know, we're about to do this. They did this perfectly. Him ripping off the mask. It's the fucking rock. We haven't had a moment like this in so long. That's just the genuine. I wish they would do it, but there's no way they're actually going to. And then boom, we get it. Right. Because of the real life, like friendship, politics, egos, whatever you want to call it, this felt like it couldn't happen. And it did. And they did it in the most hype way possible. Gia was squeezing me yeah. as she was putting it together. She that, didn't know? No. Oh, that's she didn't so know. badass. Kevin didn't that's know. Incredible. There were people with us that didn't know. Oh, Blessing know. didn't know. You're right. Blessing had no idea. It was one of the most special moments of my life, having G freak out that much that The Rock is back. Yes, we've won. It's all and, about family. And, and, I'll, and I'll say, I think the post credit scene of this movie is the most perfect thing about this whole movie because it was, it was shot and kind of paced and crafted in a way that was like just so well done of like uh, this door opens and some weird kind of abandoned mansion. It was kind of like the, the cop the this police, is the station. police station yeah. thing moment. Yeah. And so it's, it's all these like cops in there with, with the black uh, balaclava mask and they have these black goggles on the helmets and the, they look like the, the Spetsnaz and Metal Gear Solid 2. Like they have the little flat, the flashlights hanging off of the helmets and they're all decked out in black and a whole crew of them walk in. But then you see one of them just has this gigantic pistol and there's a phone ringing and, uh, the person on the phone is like, hey, Vin Diesel's the one, or uh, Dom is the one who fucking had him on the bridge, but you're the one who put the bullets in him. And they show the flashback of, the, gah, gah, of him shooting his dad, takes the mask off. And what does he say? Well, you know where to find me, you some bitch. <laughs> and then with one hand, s- destroys the cell phone. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. No notes, dude. <laughs> Zero notes. You do that one and done. Thanks, Rock. Appreciate you. Fucking love it. Uh, I'll say seventy-four million to film that right there. Oh yeah, that's where the half of the three hundred million budget went to. I'll say this: I had this not been spoiled for me. I'm sure it would have, I, I enjoyed the hell out of this, but I'm shocked that we're not saying that the Gal Gadot reveal was bigger than this. That to me, that to me was I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're actually bringing her back. I would not have thought they could have got that they would that she would have come back. I mean that is so surprising. It's the real world politics to me that make the Hobbit. The Rock better. obviously and like dude the, the Rock makes these movies so much better. Like it really does. it's and I'm happy that we can potentially end this franchise w- correctly. Yeah. Like I this agree. Is the best chance forward for that. Daddy's gotta go As to work. A big giant family. One big family. A lot of barbecue meat it's at the barbecue. Be so good. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. Um, so now it's time for a thing I like to call Ragu Bagu. I don't have this. Ragu. Bagu. Andy, tell me about your what you have for breakfast. I don't know if any of us have a list for this. I mean, Nick Nick should have a list for this one. It was just the old way of doing it, so I don't have it here. But I had I you know here's the thing, Nick. We had our Mass Effect stream, and I I should have planned today better because I was it was back to back to back to back. I didn't have time for a lunch, so I stuffed two donuts down my throat. And they were delicious, but I I regret them because I've been trying to eat healthier, mm-hmm. but they looked so tempting there. I had a normal, just standard glazed Krispy Kreme, and then I had mm-hmm. the chocolate one. No, I had the strawberry one with sprinkles. They were immaculate, dude. Like, compared to all the salads I've been eating lately, that shit, I was like, oh, man, this is, I miss this. <laughs> this is some really, really good stuff right here. Dude. 
if you can't find it, we can just have a conversation about this. Like, I, I think we I might think need to apologize. Easily, Dante Reyes is the number one bad guy in these films. I think that DK from three is the only one that I would even put up there as like, oh, you you were fun enough. Um, I think Shaw in seven was menacing and scary, and I love that he was always like one step ahead and whatever. But I think that this is like completely on a different level. Um, I would agree. I think that I just really enjoyed Jason Momoa in this movie. And I, 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 this is a new era for him, yes. Because I think that Jason Momoa, yeah, you know, he, they let him stretch his wings a little bit as Aquaman. I think he got got to Mom, do a little man. bit of his uh, comedic chops there. But in this one, I'm like, I, I actually see him growing as an actor and stretching it creatively. And and he that scene with the tape on the eyes, I'm like, this is fucked up, man. And he's playing the scene perfectly. It's very. It gave me not not to say he nailed the vibe, but it gave me a very Heath Ledger Dark Knight vibe, which is a fu- that to me. Is like the, the Mount Olympus of of bad guys of like of, of uh, antagonists and villains. If you, give me that, if you get that, but that's what I meant. No, <laughs> Mount Olympus, like uh, the gods, you know, the pantheon. Oh, the pantheon I guess is what I meant okay. to say. Um, top tier. He's the paramount. He's the he's the one of the mm-hmm. best. The best. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I would put him definitely number one as well. Um, and it's kind of wild how much more I enjoyed this character over his portrayal of Aquaman, there was just something about the line delivery and maybe it was the tone and the the overall just nature of the character, which was still attempting to be fun in some moments with the my man and all that stuff. But like, for some reason, just like the, the, the wackiness of this character, I just, I had a lot of fun with him. Joe, I do have the full Monty list. If you want to go through that, that's the Rocky montage. list. (laughs) Any any thoughts on bad guys, Joe? Oh, yeah, I think that he tops the list very, very easily. I think that he has a fun blend of um, Joker, obviously, <coughs> excuse me, Heath Ledger. And uh, again, we're not trying to put him on the weird... same level. Sorry. Like, no, 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 no. It's inspiration. Yeah, it's inspiration. Poor <laughs> fast. But also some of like the fun of like Johnny Depp from Pirates. Yeah. Where it's just like, you, you, <laughs> we gave you a very loose script and you're just kind of going. Yeah. Um, the flamboyance yeah. of it all, I think. Really. Yeah elevates the experience it works for me i i don't know who's two through nine it's fine it's but i would fine. put this at number one yeah two through, yeah two through ten excuse um me. so one thing i wanted to to do with you guys real quick uh is is try to we did it for for screevy scream six mm, we guessed the name mm, I right love this idea what is the next fast gonna be called now let's for for sake of conversation here let's pretend the next one is the last one Okay. The, the 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 most official word is a part two is probably going to happen in two years. So let's pretend that the next movie is the final one. Do you have a list of all the Fast and Furious mo- titles with their subtitles? Yes, I do. Kevin, can you please bring up the rankings? <laughs> let's bring up those rankings. I don't even know if I have them written there correctly. Do any of you just off the top of your head have anything that you'd want? The fast, the fast X. Uh, it's gonna be fast, it's fast X, X two. two, yeah, or two. So fast X two or part uh, two, double X trouble, two. double trouble. Yeah, no, electric I think boogaloo. They, they switch it. The next one is just called Fast Ten. Your seatbelts. Mm. I don't know about. Would have been this one. Even that though it's been technically eleven. Yeah. Well, it'll be 10, fast and it'll be Dead Reckoning Part One, Part Two. It'll, it'll be Fast X Part Two. But will there be a 
Do like, they call it chapter two well, or will there be a subtitle to it of like he's like chapter two were the first people to use chapters. But like, no, John <laughs> yeah. Wick did that for the last four or five movies that they're doing. No, we're chapter guys. I'm just interested because uh we've seen in recent times, like even if movies are presented and billed early as part two, they end up changing the name. Sure. Like I think that like financially people have seen it's like that's why Endgame was Endgame and not Infinity War Two, like it originally was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um so I think in Dead Reckoning, I I doubt they're gonna stick with Dead Reckoning Part Two for the second. I think they'll change the name. So I think they go different for this so a couple ones i'm going to present give it to, to me sam because you're good at this just oh, i'm well, so it, excited about this it's not I don't get high. i'm just like i have thought about they're just fast finale that right it'd bring it together like go a little that. f and f they haven't had family in one of the names yet family and so just fast family and have the i and the l look like the 11 um, you know i'll take like that. that you're doing but, a little resident evil right here exactly i would be a a big fan of if there were three, if they do Fast X two, and then the next one was just Fast X X X, because I feel That's like that that would be phenomenal. How about but... Fast Eleven? Holy Diesel. shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vin Diesel. How about, how about how about how about hey, slow down, slow and furious. <laughs> No, I'd rather not. <laughs> I think, guys, slow I think and my, furious is right there. I think Nick. my gla- my gas tank might be in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's rank. The Fast and Furious movie, the Fast Saga. Currently, number one is six. Number two is five. Good number ranking. three is seven. Number four is Hobbs and Shaw. Number five is eight. Uh, which remember they called Fate of the Furious. <laughs> so badass. Uh, number six was Fast Nine. Number seven, four, eight, Tokyo Drift. Nine, one, and ten, two. I said this earlier. Sure. I put it at number four. I, I think that it is. Not quite the the original, not original, but the original amazing trilogy of these movies, and um, it is definitively better than Hobson Shaw eight nine. Um, of course, I have my nostalgic love and reverence for Tokyo Drift and the original and Too Fast even, but uh, I think this is easily in the top four, and I, I put this in the end of my top tier of these movies. Hmm. I would put this at number seven beneath F nine. Number seven. Be- Ah, okay. Sorry. In two between, yeah, above two massive. different screens. Uh, I would actually probably put this. Here's the problem. We're into that problem again, right? Where I look at this and I have the nostalgia and, I lo- and the love for Fast and Furious Four, which I've defended as being one of the better in the series, despite you guys um, disagreeing with me. Love Tokyo Drift. I don't think you're wrong. I think Fast Four is like overly hated. I, 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 I yeah. So I would have put Fast Four way higher on this list. Um, having said that, I do think this movie is better than Eight and Nine, as far as like. As far as just it being a Fast and Furious movie, it is just everything in the kitchen sink, every character you can possibly Who can we possibly put in this movie and invite to the barbecue? Because this movie is the barbecue, right? So in real life, it's like, can we get Brie Larson? Can we get, can we get all these people in here? Pete, Pete Davidson's in here, too. And I think that's what these movies are. So I would probably put this. I think I actually enjoyed this more than Hobbs and Shaw, if I'm being honest. So I think I would put it. I think I would side with Tim. I think I'd put it at four. Joey Noel? Lock it in, number four, everybody. Ooh. This is definitely better than Eight Nine and Hobbs and Shaw, in my opinion. Hell yes! Well, I can't wait to race back to theaters to watch this again. When is it? Uh, is it Thursday? like a year from now? No, Tim's gonna watch this, this movie, movie five times in theaters. Oh, I was talking about like, Tim watched the Mario movie eight years. times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was an hour and a half, and I wanted to share that with other people. All right, yeah. <laughs> having said that, I want to share this with other people too. So, uh, I think I'm really gonna see really this imp- one more time. Maybe two. Are we seeing it in 4DX? Joey, 
Are we seeing this in 40X? Yeah, we're seeing this in 40X. We're seeing this in 40X. Every oh, that oh, I haven't seen a Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, 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 it's gonna get so wet. Uh, anyways, let us know in the comments below uh, if you're excited for Fast 10. If you watched it, what you thought of Fast 10, what you think Fast 11 should be called, or excuse me, the next Fast and Furious movie. I don't think they're gonna want to call it 11, but who knows? Who knows? This is up to up to our boy Vin. He'll make the decisions. Uh, like I said, next week. Into the Spider-Verse rewatch. Very excited about that. And then across the Spider-Verse after that. It's going to be a great time here at Kind of Funny. Uh, until next time, I love you all. Drive fast. Goodbye. Drive furious. Buckle up. Winning's winning. <laughs>